The James Whale Show on Talk Radio. I'm going to leave it with you, Dale. I've got to go home. Uh, <laughs> I'll leave, <laughs> leave it with you, Dale. I've got to go home. You sort it out. I'll help you if you just tell me what, where to sign, and we'll do that. Mr. Ian Lee is next. Can I ask um, you a question? Yeah, Genuine on. question. Yeah, go on. Have you got a nipple pierced? Yeah. But both or one? One. I'm thinking of getting it done. Why don't you? Because I've been told that it's really, really, is it your left? I want my left. Yeah. I've been told it's yeah. really, really painful. Yeah, it's not as painful as getting your ear pierced. Okay, which okay. I have. Ear is more painful. And, and the, uh, the downstairs is quite painful <laughs> too. Do you mind uh, if I show you my nipple? Because I've been told I've got a small nipple. Yeah, have a look at your nipple, then. Is that a small nipple? That is a small nipple. Do you think yeah. that would be a tough one to... I think that will be, because I'll show you the one that's not, and I'll show you the other one, because that one there, that's a big nipple. Look. Let's have a look. Hey, I have got yeah. tiny nipples. Yeah, look at that. That's is that nice big one. or normal? That is normal, but, well, I like to think it's quite big. I've got tiny nipples. <laughs> I think you should... I'm really tempted. To be honest with you, let me look at that again. Mm. I wouldn't get that pierced. Why? Because I think it's too small. That is ridiculous. Is it too small? Absolutely, you know, that's a nipple, right? You can't really ask men if you can yeah. look at their nipples too often these yeah. days. No, you All can, right, anytime okay. you want. All yeah. right, thank you, James. Uh, nice hopefully time. back on Monday. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Right. Welcome to the show. Ian Lee. Catherine Boyle. Sam, open your microphone, put some headphones on, please. We're going to start the show the usual way. I'm streaming this on Periscope, which we're not allowed to. We're going to start the show in the usual way by playing the Pete Rodriguez. I like it like that. But Catherine has presents for all of us. Catherine, could you open the box? Could you give Sam his present? Ooh. Um, me my present. Your present. I think Pete Rodriguez is too big to fit in that box. It's not Pete Rodriguez. It's not Pete Rodriguez himself. But it's no. the essence of Pete. Forget line two, they can wait. This is way more important. This is so like excited. one of them unboxing videos. If you've got finger instruments at home, get them out, guys. Get them out. We don't. Yes, sir. I get a cabasa. This, my friend, is for you. Give it to Sam. Let Sam open it. Let Sam open it. This is ex this is what it's all about. Get your finger instruments, guys. Watch us on periscope.tv slash Ian Lee. Thank you. Sam's opening his present. <laughs> what you got? I got a cowbell. Hang on a second. Let's just quickly say hello to line two, and then we're going to... Hello, line two. We, we, have you got a finger instrument? Uh, I've got many here now. How many have you got? The, uh, I've just got the one. I've got a guaylo. Oh, right. Are you going to join in Pete Rodriguez with us? Who's Rodriguez? What? The Pete... <laughs> Works. Works. Who's Pete Rod Pete Rodriguez? He likes it like that. I like it like this. I like it like this. You... Oh. I know that. You, you, do you want to sing along with us? Alan will sing with us, won't you, Alan? I like it like that. I like it like that. 
dog rattler. Here I come, yeah. I'm a cutting solo, Alan. I like it like that. Oh, I like it like that. Like one solo, go. I like it like that. Everybody. Sunshine, Catherine, your rusty old shaker, it's a delight to see it again. And thank you. Live one, you're live on Talk Radio. What can we do for you this evening? How you doing, Ian? Very, very well. If music be the food of love, I'm shitface. <laughs> I like it like this. Too late. Remember, yes. It, remember, inflation in the nation don't bother me because I'm a scholar with a dollar you can plainly see. Flavor, flavors called in. Wowzers, it's Chuck D. Biggie Smalls. Now you're talking, bro. Yes, man. What can we do for you tonight? 
just want to pop into you and just say, love your program. Oh, I love you. Enjoy it. Thank you. You give me the highest time of my life. Oh. Keep it going. Yes, ma'am. Love the both of you. Catherine, you've got a sexy voice, and you, Ian, you are the man. Hey! I, why, why have I not got a sexy voice, mummy? Mummy, why is my voice not sexy? Some of us have got it, just some of us hasn't. Ah, someone who has got it is the cadster, the cadatola Khomeini himself, Alan Caddick. Welcome to the show. What can we do for you, sir? I was wondering, have you got the number for the Euro Millions? Because the big jackpot tonight. Yes, I have got the number for the Euro Millions. It's three. Yeah, that's one. Six. Yeah. Nine. Yeah. Twelve. Yeah. Twenty-four. Okay, and the two lucky stars? Sixty-nine. I sixty-nine was a lucky star. Shut your face! Very lucky. And one thousand and forty-two. How did you do? Not even one number. Oh, mate, that's unlucky, ducky. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine with that one thousand. Slight problem with the phones. In as much as we can only have one person ringing in at a time. Uh, what that means is we can rack the calls up, but only one line rings at a time. Are they saying that's quiet? Mm-hmm. They're liars. They're liars. I tell you someone who's not a liar, though. It's a great friend, and it's great to have him back. It's Malky. Good evening, Malky. Good evening. How are you doing, pal? We're on the top of the world looking down. <laughs> Mine's is just a quick call, you yes, know. Yes, uh, I, I, I want to discuss Ian Lee tonight. Okay. I like that guy. Uh, Whatever happened to that guy? Well, I'm saying my pal mm. on the train. We were chatting. On the train. I, 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 I was telling him about... You remember the guy mm. who phoned up and asked, was talking about Brexit? And then you mentioned the Beatles. Um, yes. I was telling that. And he said, that guy is the most hilarious man ever. He goes, ah, and, and I went, oh, I listen to him all the time. And he went, well, I'm going to be tuning in. So yes, sir. I just, I, I just want to... Who is he? Who is he? Let's Who is he? Let's dedicate the show to this Ludo, this guy. Alan Perry. Alan Perry, Alan, Alan Perry, Alan Perry, stick it up your bum. Ooh. Alan, to the show, Malky, is dedicated to the memory of Alan Perry. When did he die? Uh, yesterday. Oh, oh, it's a sad loss to the Perry family. Our thoughts and wishes and prayers are with the Perry family. And if Alan's spirit is somewhere in the ether, you're very welcome to communicate with us. Don the sack. Oh, three, four, four. four I haven't got a bit of paper. I haven't got anything, um, which is fine. Oh, three, four, four. Four nine nine one thousand. This stick is like a tiny parsnip. If you want to give us a call, it is, isn't it? You can't deny it. It's like a tiny parsnip. He's Those watching about, know. He's talking about his scraper. Those watching know. We have prepped nothing for the show this evening because Catherine was busy throwing up. Yes, mate. Are you pregnant with no, a baby? No, I don't Is it think a baby so. in your belly that's making you puke? No, I don't think so. What? What is it? Rotten guts? I don't know. Have you got the trots? I don't let know. Me, well, let me ask a few questions, because, uh, as you know... I thought you got struck off. Well, I, I, well, I technically, yes, but I still know they can't remove the knowledge from you. Uh, number one, have you, uh, chundered? Yes. Vomited? Yes. Yes. Have you got the trots? No. Have you got tag nuts? 
No. Have you got any winnets about your person? No, can we move on from that? There's no fecal involvement. I know what I am doing. Please leave it with me. Mm. Have you got any dangleberries whatsoever? Yeah, one that's about six foot four sits opposite me. Oh, hang on a minute. She's talking about me. Well, I'm not going to kill you then. In that case, (laughs) the hex is put (laughs) upon you and long may it last. Uh, Curses, hexes, uh, bad luck, anything like that. We'll talk about that tonight. Oh, three... Four 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 nine nine one thousand. You can ring in now. I think. Can they? Yes, they can. It's so confusing. You can ring in now, but we can only take one person at a time. Don't worry. It'll make sense. Here's my tip: if you're ringing in and you have the hold music for more than ninety seconds, you've not made it through the system. Put the phone down and try again. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Have you ever had a curse put on you by a gypsy? I say that in the truest sense. I'm not being offensive. I've ever had a hex put on you? A curse, bad luck, anything like that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to our friend of the show, ladies and gentlemen. It's been too long. It's only Stuart. Good evening, Stuart. Hello, Ian. Hello, Stuart. What have you got for us? Well, I just want to say thank you for doing the periscope um, on the call. The call I had with you last night. Um, I've had a few people saying, "Can we have some headphones so we can listen to the callers?" Oh, the headphones are on. Oh, are they? Oh. Hang on a minute. The headphones, have I got the phone the right way? Yeah. You, hang on, talking to it. One, two, one, two, zzz, zzz, zzz. The headphones are on. What are you talking, the headphones what? are on, Big Stu. Oh, I don't know then. I don't know what's oh, going on. Oh, now they're saying people. it sounds fine to them. Aye, Stu. Stu, Stu, what can the matter be? The periscope is on. Do not tell the bosses we are literally, this isn't me being cute. We're actually not allowed to do it. Periscope.tv slash Ian Lee if you want to watch the show in all its heavenly glory. Anything else, Big Stu? Uh, no, that was... Tutty bye! This is Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Hello? The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, oh, one thousand. So, ever had a curse, a hex, bad luck, just something put on you or your family? Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. How did you combat it? Before the show, Catherine and I were watching the uh, Tim and Eric movie, Billion Dollar Movie, and then we watched a little bit of Monty Python, and it got me thinking, sketch groups, sketch groups. I'm going to write, let me just write down, um... The wrong answer that um, someone will tell us. Someone will tell us this, and this is the wrong answer, okay? And I will, sh- when they say it, I'm going to hold it up and show you the wrong answer. Yeah. Sketch groups, troops, gangs that have made movies. Oh. Sketch, sketch groups. I've got a wrong answer down here that someone's going to suggest. When it does, let me get um, let me get a klaxon sound effect, okay? When someone gives the wrong answer that I have predicted, then they're going to get, they're going to be hitting the ears with a nuclear klaxon sound. Sketch groups that have made movies. Have you got any, Catherine? Thinking, um, hmm. Include the, do the obvious ones, the obvious one. What, like Kevin, Kevin and Perry? It was a spin-off that's from a sketch group That's not obvious, but that's, thing. that's, um, 
I wouldn't class, but see, I wouldn't, I wouldn't class Harry Enfield and Kathy Burke as a sketch team. Because it was the Harry Enfield show. Yeah, and Chums. Harry Enfield, I don't know if I would, I don't know if I would include that. The obvious one I was thinking was Monty Python. Oh, right. Monty uh, Python. Oh, all right. I, okay. I was thinking beyond that. Monty that Python. So mentioned. I've got some American ones. Kids in the Hall did um, Brain Candy. Tim and Eric did Billion Dollar Movie. And Mr. Show did a film that isn't really very good at all. Um, in fact, quite often these films are never quite as good as this series. I would suggest Monty Python is the exception there that proves the rule. 0344 499 1000. Sketch Troops. All right. Yep. Modern one. Yeah. Horrible Histories movie. Would you class them as a sketch? I think it's a sketch troop. show. I'm putting it down, Catherine. I'm putting it down. Horrible histories. Okay, I'm putting that down. Yeah, I'll have that. It's good. Sketch groups that have done movies. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. There is a wrong answer. That someone, someone will phone in or will search some idiot on Twitter will definitely, definitely. Uh, suggest it. Um, 03444991000. It's a Friday night. Everyone's feeling all right, I, baby. I'm not, Sorry? I'm not feeling Oh, right. Kath's got rotten guts. And Dickie. She wouldn't let me, um, all right, Dickie has got rotten guts. They've changed their name. She wouldn't let me question her. So, um, unlucky for her. Um, let's go to our good friend and, uh, regular caller to the show. It's Matt. Good evening, Matt. <laughs> Good evening. Good evening, Matt. It's my first time. Oh, I'm not a regular enjoy- caller. Oh, I, well, I, what I'm saying is I hope you will be with a snort like that. What can we do for you, Matt? Uh, I just, uh, I've been seeing you struggle. I was watching the stream on Twitter. Yes. You've almost got no idea where this is going, so I thought I'd phone in with my random suggestion. Okay, random suggestions. Well, oh, three, four, 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 uh, nine, nine, one thousand. What's your random suggestion? Um, there's a game we used to play when we were in the pub, which was football team is made up of strange uh, collections. So it would be um, Muppets versus Fags. Fags? I don't think you can say Fags anymore. No, I think... Fags? Fags, I mean, like... um, Benson and Hedges. Oh my God! Back thank row. goodness, everyone breathed a sigh of relief. We're still broadcasting. I thought you men doesn't matter what I thought. I apologise. Okay, so Muppets versus cigarettes. Yeah, Muppets versus cigarettes. Yes. Or uh, you would uh, you'd have a backline of uh, beers. You know, would Heineken and uh, Stella Artois be the Larry frontmen? Or yeah. would you have if it was cartoons? How would Scooby Doo play? Uh, um, exactly. He'd be hiding behind the goalpost dressed as a sexy waitress. Exactly. Yep. Um, or, uh, I don't know, you, you just, uh, the comic, um, implications are, 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 are almost, yeah. almost beginning. Um, yeah. I don't know anything right. about football. I saw a football match today. I went and watched my seven year old play. It was two all. It was great. And guess what, Matt? I, the, the, I've bought the greatest thing ever and it only cost me 15 pounds yeah the great it's a collapsible camping chair no they're, they're good oh mate it's great i go to football matches now i can sit down there's a drinks holder in it then when you're done it folds up because i hadn't practiced taking it out you take it out of the bag and then unfold it and i thought oh god i'm gonna look like an idiot no do you know you can get a sofa a collapsible sofa in exactly the same style it folds out as two people what? Yep. Wow, so this 
is it? What a world, what a world we're living in, Matt. Forget your robot cars and forget your bumming on Mars. I want, um, <laughs> I want, I want collapsible sofas. Yeah, yeah, they're good. If you're going camping, you've got a loved one, you're cuddling up, it's the fireplace, it's the, you're there. I want a collapsible fireplace. Yeah, well, that's that's another. I don't see any of those on sale yet, but the it, the collapsible sofa is another level from your collapsible chair. When yeah. was the last time you lit a firework? I lit a firework. Yeah, you personally. You, uh, what, you last bent- year, uh, um, we had a big thing at my friend's, and I was the man yes. who had to light all the stuff and run away and tell all the children to just. Go away, this is going to be dangerous. Yeah, and it, 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 had you ever lit in a firework before? N- no, I've yeah. watched my dad do it dangerously yeah. Yeah. for years, yeah. going, what the hell is he doing? Yeah. And then it was suddenly my job, and I thought, actually, yeah, yeah, you're right. It what? is very scary. What are you, 47? Yes. Boom! And, um, God, that made me feel good. Um, here, I'd never, I hadn't lit a firework until about two or three years ago, Matt. And I'd always been, we didn't really have fireworks at our house when I was a kid. We had one year and it was a disaster, so we'd always go to the local park. And I hadn't lit one until my early forties, early mid forties. And when I lit one, my God, the, my Godness, James, the power. I felt, no, 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 kids, kids, go and stand over there with your mother. Isn't it sexy? It is, it's fantastic, but you do, you're standing there yeah. with some random Chinese product, yeah. uh, very close to people that you love. British culture. And obviously, uh, people have had a drink, yeah. so yeah. the adults aren't helping at all, they're going, yeah, you're the guy, go, 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 yeah. and you're lighting some random blue fuse, and... You're lighting your- Chinese bombs, and yeah. if they ever decide to take over, you mark my yeah. words, the, the Saturday closest to the 5th of November, we're all going to blow <laughs> ourselves up, and then we're going to be invaded by the Chinese. I did one a couple of years ago in, uh, <laughs> with my boys, and it went wrong, and I had to go, everybody inside, everybody inside, and we had to run in and shut the door. It may have been last year, actually. We had to run in and shut the door while this firework was zigzagging all over the garden, and my, yeah. my youngest was in tears. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you get the older guys... My dad did this thing for a while saying, oh, I'm just going to the Elephant and Castle. I know this guy, you know, he'll Uh-oh. get us some special ones. Uh-oh. Yeah, and he, I don't know what we were lighting, but it may as well have been in uh, some sort of, a, you know, incendiary device. Yeah, yeah, this is it, man. Yeah. Nuclear style. Uh, Matt, thank you very, very much indeed. I enjoyed that call. You're a firework lighter, Catherine. I lit my first firework last year. Oh, last year! Which was, uh, I, th- I think I'm probably the first female in our family ever to wow, light a this firework. Is a great, this is a great moment. How was it? Um, yeah, it was good. Pretty good. <laughs> I'm pretty good about it still. And um, I feel like I've um, I- I've blazed a trail. <laughs> and maybe I'll... T- well, I hope you don't, because otherwise you, that's, that's where the problems are. If you start yeah, next time I'll put it in a milk bottle. There we go. I have problems with the rockets, because you're supposed to... Well, some of them... It's not the rockets. It's the big, like, box. It's got, like, a hundred things on it. You're supposed to bury it halfway into the ground. Well, I didn't do it. I just kind of pushed it into the mud a little bit, and that was the one that fell over. It Then the force of it blew it over, and... It became uh, a rocket launcher. It became a rocket launcher. Everybody inside! It was just me and the two boys. Everybody in! Here we go! Shut the door, lock the door. Youngest is in tears. Stop me! Stop crying! It'll be fine! Fun times. Let's go to Chris. Good evening, Chris. Hello, Ian. Hello, Catherine. Hey, Chris. Uh, get show troops who were brilliant in TV shows and then did a bit of a dud of a movie. Yes, sir. The League of Gentlemen. Is that the one? Oh, no, you're 
do. I would love you, I'd love you to tell me, what was the sketch show that the League of Gentlemen did, Chris? Well, the League of Gentlemen, volume one, volume two, volume three. That was kind of like the sitcom that was set in a village, yeah? Oh well. Oh well. Oh well. You're not the you're not the first person to to say that there was one on there was Gareth on Twitter also said the League of Gentlemen. Oh, and Pete says the League of Gentlemen's Apocalypse, which definitely qualifies. This. Sorry. We've won the people's vote, sure. No, the people, people's vote. vote. This is a, b a benevolent dictatorship. Uh, benevolent what? sometimes. <laughs> no! The League of Gentlemen was not a sketch show. It was yeah, a... Well, quite a lot of sketches, Yeah, that were tied together into a... I would call it sitcom. I wouldn't call them sketches either. I'd call them vignettes. Oh, I mean, this is just dividing... This is dividing further and further. But there's an overarching storyline, isn't there? Well, I was so, I, I heard on a podcast recently, the definition of a sitcom is something that from the beginning of the sitcom to the end of the sitcom, nothing changes by the end of the sitcom. The situation no, what, what, podca the what podcast did you hear that on? Uh, oh God, you have to go. The Rule of Three podcast. It's really, really good. It's all about comedy writing. Mm, sounds very... Yeah. Mate, so, things, so that nothing changes change from the beginning to the end. Well then, well how about the, 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 um, uh, the Office Christmas special? Yeah, I have to say, I was listening to it. I, that I changes massively from the beginning to the yeah, end. Yeah, I'm so right. sorry, Chris. It's been really nice talking to you, but it's been even better totally destroying you live on talkradio.co.uk. No rules nocturnal mattering for nightbirds, nurses, and Nosferatu. <laughs> All right, cool. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, by the way, everybody on Twitter who is saying that the League of Gentlemen is a sketch troupe, I'm reporting you. Reported and muted. So, stick it up your bum. Uh, we've got Alistair, we got Paul, we got Jack, but before all of those, we have the mighty... Oh, hang on a second, that's the wrong line. We have the mighty m m m, -m martin Whoop, whoop! Hello. Hello, Hello mighty yeah. Martin! I want to cheer up right... That is breakfast shitty Britain tonight. One joke, if you might mind. Watch your la watch your language. Okay, whoa, I'm whoa. Sorry, sorry. I'm horrified. I'm horrified. She's a lady. Okay, okay. Right. Let me lick your ears out. No, it's fine. Okay, it's, it's a Sam, can I lick your ears out? Okay. Maybe later. Okay, thank you. Martin, please continue. I'm it's looking forward to this. Right. That is a la that is a local paper boy, Alan. Oh. Alan. Oh, God. Walked into the hospital like yes. six plastic horses inside his stomach. With six what inside his stomach? Horses, black horses. Plastic horses inside his stomach. Okay. If Alan if Alan is listening and wants this is Alan's nemesis oh. Martin. If Alan wants to call back in, I will put you straight on Alan. If you uh, want retribution, <laughs> what's it? Revocation. Uh, right to reply. condition. Okay, where you going, Martin? He's got six black horses in his stomach. Six plastic horses, yep. Alan Caddick. Oh no, Alan had, it was admitted to hospital with six plastic horses inside his stomach. Yes. The latest news is in a stable condition, Alan Caddick. Oh, so, sorry, Alan, sorry. Oh. He's in a what? Stable condition. But he said stable. I know. Stable. You said stable. Stable. He balls it up. Um, but you should see the size of his penis. Now, because uh, horses <laughs> have got big dicks. Um, 
Uh, Alan has not called in, Martin, so it's 1-0 to you. Thank God for that, Alan. Thank, thank God for that. <laughs> Anything else, Martin? Yes. Oh. Brexit is crap, man. Thanks very much indeed. There we go. Brexit is crap now. <laughs> Let's go to Jack. Good evening, Jack. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Jack. Uh, today's been the day from hell. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm sorry, I've just killed the motor. I've, I've, uh... Spit it out. You know how you've got some days, and they feel like they should be really good, but yes. then they just come downhill. Yes. It went downhill. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you talk to your parents about this? Yes. Okay. And what do your parents say about this? They support us. Okay, good. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. I love our phone calls. I really enjoy chatting to you. I think you're a very intelligent, very witty, very kind young man. But I do worry that... What it, now, remind me, are you 14 or 15? I am 15. 15 years old. Okay. It does concern me that a 15-year-old young man such as yourself... Yeah. Chooses a late night radio show to bear your soul mm. and to share your woes, which you, you seem to have quite a lot of. You're very unlucky, I would suggest. And I just mm. wonder if it would be more appropriate because I can't do anything, right? All I can do is tell you that you're brilliant and, and that's it. I just wonder if it would be more appropriate to talk to those people who are nearest to you, like your parents, your teachers, your priests, I don't know, whoever the people are that are closest to you that are real in your life, so that yeah. they could potentially help you put some changes into your life that mean that these things happen less often or they have less of an impact on you. Because I can, I can sit, and me and Kath can sit and listen. Yeah. And, but there's nothing, it's, it's slightly different, me giving advice, life advice, to a 15-year-old young man than it is to giving it to a 35 or a 45 or a 55-year-old old man. Um, and there is a little part of me that worries I am so out of touch with being a 15-year-old boy. I like to think I can remember it, but actually, I can't. And it's changed a lot in the last 31 years. And I don't know exactly where you are, and I don't know the, 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 the low... I, there's lots of factors in it I don't know. I worry that by talking to me, you are not talking to those that might be able to actually offer you practical help. Does that make sense? Yes. What are your feelings on what I've just said? Because I'm not having a go. I'm not telling you off or anything. But I just wondered what your thoughts were on what I just said. That's very true. But but the reason I do choose to, to fall into the like your show yeah. is because I, yeah, I did watch in the jungle. And then I, I remember one night I just tuned in to talk radio and yeah. thought, that's Ian. Yeah, and I'm glad you did. And listen, I'm not, please don't think for one second I am saying, yeah, for God's sake, man, don't call in. I'm not saying that at all. I love your calls. I, and you can share anything with us, of course you can, right? Yeah. But I just 
worry that when you tell us stuff, you kind of think, well, that's that done. That's out there. And actually, I can't give you, I can't change anything in your life. Um, but there are people around you that can change things in your life or can certainly help you see things in a different way. And I, here we go, I got it. I worry that you put too much faith in me to be able to not solve, but certainly to be able to change in a positive way your situation um, when really I'm just an idiot on the radio. No, you're not. Well, no, I am. I am. That's, that's my job. Is, is I'm, I'm here to be a, I'm a fool, I'm a joker, I'm a jester. I'm here to mess around and wave, you know, a, a, a pig's bladder and, and, and swear in front of the king. That's it. Um, and I just think that the problems that you've talked about are so continuous and so many that actually you, I, I feel that you might benefit from a fundamental change in your life, which you can only start to get if you really gather the help of your parents, of your teachers, of your friends, of, you know, your football coach, whoever these people are that are around you. I think that's the only way you're going to be able to start to make a positive change that will lessen the number of negative things you have happening to you, d d directed towards you. Yep, yep, yeah, 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 deep breaths, deep, deep breaths, deep breaths, Catherine, deep breaths, Sam, deep breaths, <laughs> Ian, deep breaths. Well, uh, on the positive side. Here we go, yes. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. When I, I've decided that when I'm older, I've decided that I might work down in London and talk to radio, I might. I don't know if it will still be going then, but but Talksport will be. You can walk at work at Talksport. <laughs> you can go there. Well, that's something to um, that's something to aim towards. And listen, yeah. Jack, I, I feel that you're you're hearing me say, "Never call me again." I don't want to know. That isn't that. It could not be further from the truth. I enjoy your calls. I want you to call up. I want you to share stuff with us. Um, yeah. But. I, I think it is important for a 15, 15 is a really important age for, for a man, for a boy, for a man. You're not a boy, you're not a man. It's this weird kind of hinterland between, you know, being a kid and being an adult. It, it kind of, one day you're a baby, you know, the, the, the next hour you're, you're, you're an old man. It, it really fluctuates. I remember that, right? I remember yeah. that. Um, this is a really important time in your development and that, bloke who stole the strawberries from I'm a Celebrity. A, he's not really a real person. Um, but, but B, there are people closer to you who are better equipped to help you grab hold of your life and start pushing it in the direction you want it to go. Yes. Let me ask yeah, you a yeah. question. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Have you ever lit a firework? Uh, no. Okay. I'm not telling you to light fireworks because you're underage. <laughs> I am asking you, could you ask your dad to get a couple of fireworks for the back garden? I know they're expensive, but you can actually get a couple of good ones from Tesco for like a fiver. And ask him if you could light the fireworks. Yeah. Do you, what do you reckon? Have you got a back garden? Yeah. Do you reckon he might uh, let you do it? 
No. Ask him. Okay, I'll go. Ask him. And if he says no, fair enough. But I think even the act of asking him to do something that you think he's going to say no to, I think might be quite healthy for you. Oh, Lord. I think the Holy Spirit just entered Jack's body through his nasal cavities. Jack, it's nice to talk to you, brother. Bless you. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh yeah. Good evening, Paul. Ian, how are you going? You all right? I'm going all the way with JFK. Yeah, um, I, I have one suggestion that I, I'm thinking about for this um, comedy troupe film. Thing. Sketch, um, sketch groups that made a movie. The League of Gentlemen does not count. I've got one question for you. Yes, sir. Is it Ghostbusters 2? Because you know they're a comedy group. No. They're not a sketch... Saturday Night Live. Yeah, they weren't a sketch... No, 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 no. It wasn't the Saturday... It wasn't the nearly ready for primetime players make a movie. How do you mean? What do you mean, how do I mean? That was the name of the, the performers in the first season of Saturday Night Live. You know that, right? Maybe. Thanks very much for your call, Paul. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh. Let's go to Alistair. Good evening, Alistair. Uh, Malcolm and Wise. Let me just, let me speak to my legal team. Let me speak to my legal team. Catherine, okay. sketch troupe. I mean, they did sketch. They were double act. Definitely a double yeah. act. Double act. But I don't think of them as a sketch troupe. Yeah. I think of them as a double act, which is very, very different. Because you might as well be quiet. Stop heckling. We will come to the conclusion. Stop heckling. Um, because, I mean, you could, you could argue Laurel and Hardy in that case. Yeah. But no, they were more like, um, like a progression from Song and Dance Men, weren't they? Who? Who are you Walker talking about? Walker and Wise? Yeah, no, yeah. So they're not sketch troupe? No, I don't Sorry, think Alistair, so. that's a no from us. Okay. So you know, rang tonight, because it's my 58th birthday next week. We can't come to the party, we're busy, I think. Phew, we dodged that. No. Oh. But uh, I wondered whether or not, because um, uh, you indicated you might be taking some time off in. Yes. Whether or not we could all sing together Daydream Believer. Uh, uh, on your birthday? I mean, now. No. No, now? What? Hang on a second. Andre? Well, yeah, good evening. Good evening, Andre. There we go, before yeah. and after. Do you know... <laughs> do, do you I know what? Do, do, what? do you know... Yeah. The song Daydream Believer. Yeah, by the Beatles, isn't it? Close enough. Would you sing it to my good friend Alistair to celebrate his 58th birthday? <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. I'll give it a go. Here we go. Oh, anyway, I don't know if I can. Yes, you can have a go, mate. You can have a go, buddy. Daydream Believer. And the homecoming queen. Yeah. This is the limit. Yeah. Jesus. Right, hang on a minute. Let's let's bring in let's bring in Chris. Chris Chris 
Do you, please, do you know <laughs> Daydream Believer by their monkeys? Yes, I do. Right. I, I, okay. Oh, could you, could you sing it? No, I, I, I can't do better than that person just done that. Could oh, you? come on. Uh, Chris. I know. I <laughs> Me throwing up earlier on was better than that. Chris, could <laughs> you sing it? To Alistair, as it's his going to be his fifty eighth birthday very, very soon. Um, no. A miserable old git. Wow. What a miserable <laughs> git. Let's go to Pete. Good evening, Pete. Hello, oh, Ian. Oh, this prick. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, Pete was going to be your best mate last week. No, 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 no. He's a scumbag. He's trolling me online. He's phoned up to argue about um, the League of Gentlemen. He's going to have some fatuous thing about their Edinburgh shows and their live shows and their radio shows. They're not a sketch troupe. They, uh, it was not sketches. So we'll, we'll come back to you in a minute, Pete. But just sit in the corner and just really, really, really come up with a good argument, mate, because I'm going to destroy you for the uh, second night this week. Also, I would say to you, Pete, do you really want to do this? Mm, mm, mm. Do you? Do you feel? Do you feel lucky, punk? You feeling lucky, punk? Do you feel lucky, punk? Do you feel lucky, punk? Actually, I can ask him. Hang on. Do, do you feel lucky, punk, or do you? Well, I had to. Here we go. He's, 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 he's a gobby. S H one T. Uh, um, uh, which spells, I think, shunt. Yeah. <laughs> he's a, he's a shunt. That's, that's a little bit. That's a little bit near the old <laughs> Nucales. Um, Alistair, I hope that, um, that fulfills your dream. Well, can't, can't you and Kath sing it? No. No, 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 no. You could not afford the fees. Let's go to Pete. Good evening, Pete. Hello. I am busy buying the remastered Monty Python DVD box set. Not, okay. not the Blu-ray? And the Blu-ray as well. I'm going to get both of them. Good plan. Because I am like that. You do like it like that. Sam's got no rhythm whatsoever. <laughs> Literally a cow walking home. Why did I give him the loudest <laughs> instrument? <laughs> Literally the last cow coming into the barn. <laughs> Peter, 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 we're having fun. It's going to end in tears, not mine, yours. What have you got for us? Okay, the League of Gentlemen. I... I'm happy to dis... well, not dismiss, but... You have to speak up a little bit, Pete. The klaxon's quite loud tonight. I'm happy to accept... Don't say... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, can, I, can I ask you to moderate your tone, please? So, sorry, Kath. Uh, yeah. Continue. Um, I, I'm happy to accept the notion... Can't hear you, Pete. The klaxon's very, very fresh this evening. Speak up a bit, mate. Sorry. Speak up, Pete. Can't hear you, buddy. Let's get through. Whoa, 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 mate. Come on. This is just a bit... Sorry, Kurt. He, he does this to me, you know. It's, 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 it's nice and calmly, mate. Let's hear Let's it. Let's not forget this is supposed to be a fun show, fun everyone, show. okay? Fine. We're not, we're not, yeah. we're not the James Whale and Ash. Deep breaths. No, I'm not Julie Hartley Brewer. Okay, Pete, carry on. What were you saying? There is a sketch trooper in your muppet. Didn't hear a word of that, Pete. Sorry. This Claxon, um, is, is so Jeff tonight. Say it a bit louder, Pete. 
I'm just saying this oh, is Pete, what John Gorn would no, do. Oh, Pete, come on, no, your attitude. I'm sorry, Pete, we're going to have to, it's, it's, seriously, mate, the vibe is not strong with you tonight. This is very, very disrespectful <laughs> call. It's not like you. Too much cocaine, I'm sorry. Is this, is this the guy that played Jake the other night? Because, is it the same actor? Because <laughs> the, as characters go, very, very, very similar. So um, much rage. So much rage. I've got one bit of, oh, hang on a minute. Like, that klaxon, I wish it would stop. I've got, um, yeah, I've got one bit of uh, advice for you. Uh, uh, Pete? You're a cocaine addict. Yeah, we go. Um, and withdraw, also... Ian, withdraw. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. a bad man, and I'm I will stop you. I'm just <laughs> a burglar. I'm not like a nonce. Hang on a second. Let me just... Let, all right. Let's 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 sort this out once and for all. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to ask the internet, okay? Excuse me, Pete. I'm just going to go online. Sure. Can't even get the name of the troop right. Let's just all chill out. Show. Sketch troop doing a, a sitcom. Sorry, mate. It's my internet. My mum's phone bill. I'll type in what oh, the hell sorry. I want. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. Th- uh yeah. They're not. Uh. That answers your question, Pete. Thanks very much. Thank you. Oh, by the way, Pete, um, you still up for phoning us in next week after next week's Apprentice and applying to be the Apprentice correspondent? I'm up for ringing up. I probably haven't seen it. Because we're looking after my niece next week. So What's wrong your niece? Did you fall oh. over and hurt them? Oh, that was bad. Outrageous. And so's your attitude, mate. Yeah, so's your attitude. Did you ask Jeeves there? Uh, yes, I did, actually. I did. The, uh, the know-it-all butler. Good evening, Penny. Good evening. Good evening, Penny. Good evening, Kat. Oh, oh. Penny. Penny. Oh, what was the song? Oh, oh, Penny. Penny Crown. Was that the theme tune to Penny Crown? Oh, oh, Penny. What was the oh, theme tune to Penny Crown? Penny oh, Crayon can draw nice. anything she wishes. La, 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 Oh, no. Oh, oh, Penny was, was this. Hang on. Hang on a minute. It was this. Oh, Penny. Oh, oh, Penny, can we play in your love today? Oh, Penny, can we play in your swimming pool? Oh, Penny, can we play with the... There we go, that's it. Oh, Penny. Oh, Penny. What was Penny? Was, is that a doll? It's not actually none of your business. Oh. Uh, yes, it is. Here we go, there's another one. Here we go, there's another one. This might be... Oh, Penny. Oh, oh, Penny, can we play in your lovely big house? Can I take a big shit in your swimming pool? Oh, Penny. Your baby brother on your dad will find out. Oh, oh, Penny. Oh, Penny, can we play with the pony and the stable and the riding and the riding and the riding and the riding and the Sorry, I've said, my husband asked what was going on. Oh, she's married. Well, all the effort and she's married. You should say that as soon as you phone in, ladies. Jeez. Uh, oh, Penny, what can we do for you? Do you know, Matthew, what, what did you say? What film did you say? The comic strip presents. Yeah, um... 
they a sketch troupe before? I know they all did, were individual live performers. Did they? Did, yeah. I'm going to put that down. I'm going to. I'm going to put it down. I'm putting it down. I feel proud. You feel proud, Penny. I wish you'd leave your husband behind. <laughs> Come with me. I will show you the world, and we will make. Love all the time, I'm gonna love you, Penny, like that guy never <laughs> could. I'm gonna give you good times like you know you should, oh, Penny. Can I play in your big, big house? Whoa, baby, a Penny's coming home with me, and a husband's gonna cry. Is that okay, Penny? Can I come home with me and your husband's gonna cry? I was going to say, I'm available um, for a very small amount of money. Oh. Penny is a sex worker. don't have a problem with that, but I'm out. Thank you very much indeed. That wasn't the kind of uh, scenario you were thinking that of. Was, um, that was a very British, indecent proposal. <laughs> fiver. <laughs> <laughs> can, I sleep, can I sleep with your wife for a fiver? Give us two quid, maybe fine. Uh, let's go to Chris. Good evening, Chris. Welcome to the show, Chris. Welcome um, to the show. Good evening again. I, I, I felt guilty for not singing the yeah, song. Yeah, that you should do, it yeah. Was birth- this is not his I know, birthday I, yet. I, but... I will have a go now. I don't know the song to the note, but I'll... Cheer up, sleepy dream. Huh? Oh, what does it mean to a daydream believer? And I'm homecoming queen. Do 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 do. That's it. Excellent. What a great call. What a great Happy call, Chris. Finally, 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 you've got it. You've made you've made the perfect call after years and years of of tedium. Well, you have just made the perfect call, buddy. Well done. Well done. <laughs> and I felt sorry for that youngster you were speaking to earlier. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think you should have encouraged him to buy fireworks. I didn't, literally didn't. But but thanks <laughs> for li- I didn't I didn't it, it, I didn't encourage I, I, him to buy fireworks. But thanks for listening. It, it, it was a story on. Um, Chris, yeah, but Chris, I didn't encourage him to buy fireworks. Chris, he, he asked him. <laughs> well, to, you mentioned them. Yes. No, he said, "Ask your dad. <laughs> ask your dad if you can." <laughs> Who's Rob Mortimer? Rob, Rob Mortimer, thank you very much. The guy is going off on an absolute tangent like a lunatic. Andre, unless someone better calls in, you're going to be the first caller of the next hour, heaven forbid. This is The Late Night Alternative with Kath, Ian and indeed Sam, uh, weeknights from 10 on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh, Penny.
made into a fold A brand new tale no one has ever told We've journeyed far but you know it won't be long We're almost there and we've paid our fare with a whole song inside my head. Gosh. Right. All the time. Mm-hmm. Well, all the time. All the time. Andre knows, don't you, Andre? Yeah, hi. I'm coming up here, but I've got a quick tune for you, yeah? Beautiful. Which I know off my heart, thank you very oh, much. Oh, you know it off my heart? Well <laughs> done. <laughs> but you've got to remember this is from 1977, yeah? It's okay. Right, you ready for it? I've got the airwaves here nicely. Here we go. Yeah, the airwaves there nicely all sorted out. Beautiful. Right, here we go. Oh, holiday we go. in other people's misery. I don't want a holiday in the sun. I want to go to the New Bell Sun. I want to see some history. Now I've got a reasonable economy. Now I've got a reason. Now I've got a reason. Now I've got a reason and I'm still waiting. Now I've got a reason, now I've got a reason to be waiting. The Berlin Wall, I'm going to go over the Berlin Wall. I don't know how to spell this thing at all. I'm going to go over the Berlin Wall. Claustrophobia, you see what's paranoia. It's so really closet, so there we go. But now I've got a reason, it's no real reason that I'm waiting. The Berlin Wall, I'm going to go over the Berlin Wall. I'm going to go over the Berlin Wall. I don't know the Spanish thing at all. Okay, you can enjoy your time at the Berlin Wall, Andre. Thank you so much. Catherine. Catherine Boyle. Catherine Boyle. Ladies and gentlemen, Catherine Boyle is in the house this evening. Well done. Welcome, Catherine. It's great to have you as part of the zoo team in this new zoo format that we're we're kicking around. And um, what zoo format means is that it's not quite as structured as a normal radio show. Uh, it's a little bit dangerous. Uh, it means that Catherine and Sam can chip in at any point. Uh, I'm still the controller, mm-hmm. and hopefully they'll be chipping in and laughing at some of the things I say. <laughs> uh, like that, thank you. Uh, uh, and it's called a zoo format, and it just means it's it's like a zoo. Um, uh, and a I lot of... Uh, yeah, I don't, mean, don't mean there's a lot of SHRT everywhere. Uh, I mean, it's a lot of fun. We all like zoos. Uh, so it, I, th- this, I, I don't really. Okay. I think that's probably old-fashioned oh, now. Oh, okay. No, I think, zoo. I think zoos, are, uh, zoos, are where, zoos are very modern, because so many animals... You know, a quarter of animal life in the UK. Quarter of animal species. Species. Um, no one says racist anymore. Actually, I heard someone say racist the other day. Um, because we've solved that problem. Um, the quarter of animal species in uh, the United Kingdom uh, will be extinct within the next ten years. 
Which ones are the crap ones? Hedgehogs. Which oh, you, I like them. you like hedgehogs. I've got a hole in my fence for my hedgehog. That's not a euphemism. It is. Gosh. Catherine, what you got what you brought to the show tonight, please? I think we've had a real real really d- dark vibe with people um, it's still going on on Twitter, saying the oh, League of Gentlemen is sketchy. Well, they're not. They're not. That's decided. That's finished. Um, unless you can get one of the League of Gentlemen themselves. Who? Oh, has anybody on Twitter? Have you guys met the League of Gentlemen? Have you? Oh, you, you met them at a signing at HMV, did you? Or, or hanging around the stage door? You didn't bump into one of them, the short guy. Uh, the short guy. You didn't bump into him when you used to live in Marswell Hill, and he stopped you and went, "Oh, hi, Ian. How are you? Did that happen to you? It happened to me. No, because my name's not Ian. Shut up. One of them, I don't know their names, but one of them bumped into... Oh, but sorry, sorry guys, did any of you do a photo shoot in 1999 for a centre spread of the standard? It was all men and there was only one black face and that was Richard Blackwood. Uh, where it was fa- com- comedians and faces to look out for in the 21st century. Um, people like Jonathan Ross, uh, other people, League of Gentlemen, Ian Lee... Um, any of you guys do it? Keith, uh, Keith Lamb, any of you guys do that? No? Well, I did. I did. So I know. If you can get one of the League of Gentlemen on Twitter today, today, during the show, to say, oh, we were a sketch team. That's Steve Pemberton. Uh, no, it's not. It's the other guy. Neil? Is there one called Neil? Oh, we were a sketch team. You know the one I'm doing, don't you? Mm. The thinner of the, the thinner of the two. Yes. Paul Dulake? Yeah. Oh, we were a sketch team. At number nine. It's not Steve Pemberton, it's the other one. No, Simon... Templar. If you can get Simon Templar or Steve Pemberton or any of the other League of... Je- the LOGs, the logs, uh, to say they were a sketch team, well, then I might I might consider the evidence. But until then... Catherine, what have you brought to the show in the zoo format? Well, I thought I'd cheer things up a little bit. Let's G things up a, a smidgen. Okay, I think I've G'd it quite well. Um... Surgeons removed a huge hairball from a human stomach. 4.4 pounds. Uh, That is a very cheap surgery. I like it when they cut people up and they find their dead twin inside them. Mm. That's my favourite. That they've absorbed in the womb. You never heard of that, Sam? Oh! Here's what happens. This is, this is true. You're in the womb. Now, often, with twins, you'll get one that thrives more than the other, right? It's just the way nature is. They're not doing it on purpose. They're not cruel babies. There's no such thing as a cruel baby. It might be a thing as a cruel baby. Anyway, so they're in, but sometimes one thrives so much that it absorbs the other one, and you never know that there was another baby in there because because it was it was pre-scan, right? So you grow up, you get this funny lump. They operate. The lump is removed. Yep. It has hair and teeth. Here we go. That is true. Twin. And sometimes you get um, poor Indian kids. And they have like 200 teeth removed from their from their ma- head. Yeah. That was that happened the other day. Yeah. I mean, some of them weren't really teeth, but they were teeth-like well, they were, like they were structures. Teeth. They were teeth. They were tiny. Tiny teeth. Well, oh, so something stops being something just because of its size. It wouldn't be a functioning tooth. You wouldn't be able to get through a, a peanut with it. Um, you're supposed to suck peanuts. Why? It's not peanuts, it's the other nuts. Catherine, what have you got for us this evening, please? Looking forward to hearing this. So... Oh, so hang on, Andre, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still, I'm listening in, I've we got fi- a couple of suggestions. We, we finished with oh. you. Can I hang on a minute? Well, what are your suggestions? 
Well, I'll, I've got a tune to sing. No, I think you've, you think you've sung I enough. mean, your definition of singing. <laughs> Switchboard's empty, guys. 0344 499 1000. Sketch groups that have made, uh, movies. Have you ever had a hex or a curse or anything like that put on you? Um, and, um, do you really think we're going to leave the, uh, EU on October the 31st? 0344 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. Catherine, yes, hit me. Surgeon, hit me, baby. Uh, hit me, baby. Uh, Hello, baby. Who's this an impression of? Hello, baby. Big Bopper. Yeah. It's a dirty song. It's a dirty song. Hello, baby. Well, you know what I like. Chantilly lace and, and a pretty face and a ponytail. Just a hanging down, a wiggle in a walk and a giggle in a talk. Kids is basically what it the Big Bopper likes. makes the world go round. Ain't, Ain't nothing in the world like a big-eyed girl. It make me act so funny. make me spend my money. It make me act real loose like a long-legged goose. Oh, baby, you know what I like. I'm glad he died. We didn't need people like that roaming this earth. Dirty, dirty, dirty bopper. Catherine. Surgeons. We'll get your story uh. after these messages. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Sam, do us a favour. Just check the phones are working. It seems unusual that ele- quarter past eleven on a show as electric as this, we would have zero call de la telefono. Um, so, uh, let's, let's see. Oh, uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. He's dialing through now. And maybe none of you are calling in because it's such an entertaining show. Or you want to listen to, uh, Nick past it. Nick Abbott, excuse me. The phone is working. Oh, three, four. That means you, you're, means you're not calling in because you're scumbags. Oh, three, four, four. Four nine nine one thousand. That's how you get calls. You call them scumbags. Yeah, and they want to hear about this um, hairball in Tell a nineteen-year-old stomach. Tell us about it. Sex with a dog. What happened? What? No. No. What? No. No. Surgeons removed this huge human hairball wearing four point four wearing, pounds. Oh, sorry. Weighing. Sorry. Weighing. Wearing. Sorry. Wearing, sorry. wearing sorry, boots. You said wearing. Wearing four point four pounds from a teenager's stomach. The bizarre procedure took place when the unnamed nineteen-year-old. We're going to call it uh, Harry Laszlo was admitted to hospital in the city of Ulan Ude in southern Russia. Ooh la la! With severe stomach pains. <gasps> I've got severe stomach pains. I wonder if I'm going to... Jesus. According to reports, the young woman was vomiting after meals and struggling with a lack of body strength. After carrying out a thorough medical examination, doctors discovered a bezoar. Do you know what a bezoar is? It's a dog, isn't it? Freeze on bezoo. It's a bejon frise. Is it? <laughs> Genuinely thought I was getting it right there. Oh, a well. free would be a, a, a like a well in the wrong order, but it, the two words are French and one is a, a. I don't care. An electrifying kiss. Okay. Well. A solid mass of indigestible material that had accumulated in her stomach. The bezoar had filled up almost all of her stomach, causing immense pain and an ulcer in the intestines, according to reports. Unlucky, mate. Nasty. <laughs> Unlucky, mate. During surgery, doctors removed a huge ball of hair that, repo- uh, that reportedly measured 50 by 10 by 10 centimetres. That's 20 by 4 by 4 inches. Head of the surgical team that operated on the teenager, Bator Dondakoff said, things like that can begin with an apparently innocent habit of chewing on your own hair. Problematic. 
the group of people most at risk are young girls, and as the swallowed hair remains in the stomach. Oh, and you bottled the accent right at the end there. Well, his his English got better. Okay. Practice him. The patient's mother. Why do some people? Mm. <clears throat> we had Felix on yesterday from the Analogs. Yes. Uh, born and raised in Ireland, mm -hmm. moved to Holland. I think it was twenty years ago. I think he said last time. I can't remember. And it was, uh, it's delicious. I love accents where it's half and half. Yes. And there were words, well, like the first half of word had, had a very Irish accent, and then the second half, he did the shh, shh with the S's a lot. Yes. Found it fascinating. Found right? it fascinating. And I bet his Irish family thinks he sounds really Dutch, and I bet his Dutch friends think he sounds really Irish, Irish right? But some people do not lose, they can live in a country for decades. Mm -hmm. And they do not lose the accent. I, I do think those people should be sent back to the country they came from. For example, um, Katia. Katia, regular caller to the show. She's like from, I don't know, abroad, abroad somewhere. Belgium. Somewhere, somewhere foreign. Brexit land. And she still is at the, oh, je peux, monsieur, je vous papa, Nicole, oh, le pissoir, oh, le jeté, oh, le jeté, oh, la boba. It's all that rollocks. Mm. And she's been here for like 15, she's been phoning me for 15 years. And you just think, what's your problem? How can that be, how can that be so? That some people, the accent, goes yeah uh or it's submerged mm -hmm. and some people arrogant people i think generally oh, the accent it does not go if anything i make my accent even more like where i came from what is that you know about voices Catherine. Yeah. Just, just give us an idea i think some people um are well here's the thing when we first moved from Manchester to down south when I was 10, yep. people picked on my accent oh. or remarked on it a lot. Oh, right? that is out of order. And that... Hey, let me just say, let me just say, people picking on you for your accent is well out of order, kid. That makes me mad for it. I'll go and shiv them. Aye, they just need to take a chill pill, man, and get wasted. Thanks. Um, that's what my mum said, actually. Um, but what that did was made me super conscious of the way I was talking, and I went more mank than I was before I moved. Okay, okay. For a long time. Okay. And, you know, the fact that I moved when I was 10 and I've still got quite a... I have got a northern accent still suggests that maybe that psychologically I clung on to it a bit. You know, rather than uh, losing it to please the uh, dickheads. So, no, um, never, that, my advice to young, my advice to young people: never lose it just to appeal to a dickhead. All right, save it for someone special. Too late. Did we get? Did we? Did we get? Did we? Yeah, I did, but you weren't listening. You okay. were too busy talking like Terry Christian. Aye. Oh, that—that that was it. You did a normal voice then. Let's go to Christina. Good evening, Christina. Hello. Hello, Christina. Come on to How poo. Are you guys? Come on to poo. Oh, you know, I don't know French. I know Ula Poobal and Ula Gar. Ula Poobal. Um, no, can you, can I give a, can you give me a quick, uh, boot jumping? Um, I'm afraid. Well, I got some bad news, guys. I got <sighs> some very, very bad news. I can give you a boots and ting, but I, I can Well, it's, it's a little bit broken. I've, I, I think that, I think I need to get a new battery. This is the best I can do. Oh, hang on a second. Oh, there's the fireworks. Ay, ay, ay. 
Hang on a second. Sorry. Here we go. This is the best I can do. It's broken. Use it too oh, much. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's funny. And do you know what made me laugh um, last couple of weeks? Raggedy ass Jim. Sorry? You know you said raggedy ass Jim. I don't think I said that. When? You did, about um, Cotton Eye Joe. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You, you I, listen, I don't remember. This is something from another show. That's I don't remember. Any, I'm going to take your word. I said that. It sounds like a funny thing. I'm a funny guy. I it, say it, funny things. You, you you said it, and you laughed, and it's been keeping going for about two weeks now. Yes, man. That's what it's all about. I can say Raggedy <laughs> Ass Jim again if you want. I love it. Yeah, can you do that? Raggedy Ass Jim. Wait. There we go. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, when you come and Please see us it. on December the 14th, tickets still available, although over half the tickets are gone now, guys. Um, I will say raggedy ass Jim to you in person. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm living for that. Do it. Yeah. Do it. What are you doing this weekend, Christina? Anything exciting? Um, not really. I, I need to, um, look up how I'd be your correspondent for Prentice. I don't know the ins and outs and what I need to do. Well, to you need to look it up. Google it. No, I know about The Apprentice, but I don't know... Yeah, well, Google how to look at how to become... What's happening is, next Wednesday, yeah. after The Apprentice, we're pushing all of the important... The other topics aside, Brexit, we're not going to talk about Brexit, we're going to give it a rest for a night. Boris Johnson, give it a rest oh. for a night. Um, the Beach Boys, we're going to give them a rest for the night. All the bees. Uh, and we will be just... Dis we are going to be auditioning our Apprentice Correspondent Apprentices. Now, what that means is, hopefully... This is gonna, I've been thinking about this a lot, Catherine. I need to run this past you, although the decision has been made by the boss, me. You're welcome. Um, so we were gonna find our apprentice correspondent on Wednesday. Mm. No. Mm. No. By the end of Wednesday's show, so 1 a.m. Thursday morning next week, we are hoping to have our 16 apprentice correspondent apprentices. Okay? Okay. Then what we will do is every week, we will vote off, or if you want Catherine, if you want to be aggressive, Catherine, you can toss off one of our apprentice correspondent apprentices until the end of the series, and actually we'll be, we'll be ending actually after the series has ended, so it's going to be tricky. But the end of the series, we will have our apprentice correspondent, um, who will then become the apprentice correspondent the next year. Right, okay. I think that's how we're going to so do it. So that's the process. Yeah. Uh, that they will all have to go through. Um, Okay, sounds reasonable to me. I'm in. Okay. Is that all right, Christina? Well, well that's what I needed to know, what was going on. Well, that. you got it. You got it, baby. Do you mind if I call you baby? I love it when you call me baby. All right, baby. Bye, I baby. Got baby. I got baby David next to me, my cat. It's called baby David. Baby David? You got a cat called baby David? Baby David. I like, um, I've got Frank and David. Uh, but he's not, but you don't call him baby David. I do call him Baby David. Do you? Got him as a baby. Yeah, I got a new nickname for my cat, Mucky Mukbang. Yeah. What? Mucky Mukbang? My... Do you know what Mukbang is? Well, you'll tell me. No, I won't. Yeah, look it up. You've got to Google it. Um, my kids have got a doll called Baby David because he looks like David Jason. Oh. David Jason is an old man. He's got a Brodney. This baby is an extraordinary looking doll. I've got an Uncle Albert toy. Um, did it hurt getting <laughs> an Uncle Albert done? <laughs> hey, women can't get an Uncle Albert. <laughs> No. I think of a Prince no. Albert. I, I got Uncle Albert at Butlins, like from a grab machine. That sounds terrifying. Christina, thank you very much for your call. Bit oh, of yoghurt on that, that should three, shift. Three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Everybody on Twitter, just cool, just cool out. Cool out, guys. Absolute scenes. It's getting very, very good. People just posting stuff from 
years ago from 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 the BBC. From you're going to post me stuff from the fake news. Wow. Okay. All right. The mainstream media, the MM. Uh, all right, guys, you carry on with that. Let's wait and see if any of the actual uh, gentlemen, um, wherever they are in the league, the Premier Division, whatever that may be, let's see what the actual gentlemen say. Um, stop. Collaborate and listen. Ice is back with a brand new invention. Something has got a hold of me tightly, pulling me off daily, nightly. Will it ever stop? Whoa, I don't know. Just got to go with the bloody flow. It's time for us to sit back. It's vanilla ice, mate. Uh, it's time for us to sit back. The greatest rapper ever. What better than Snow? Um, snow is street slang for cocaine, Catherine. No, I'll let you bum bum down. Uh, yeah, no, we, we all know, we all know, guys, that white rappers are better than those black guys. The black guys stole it from the white guys, as they did with a lot of music. They just stole it from the white guys and, and, and made it more powerful. Okay, so just better. stop that. Uh, right. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to stop. Uh, we're going to wait for a call to come through, okay? I just got a, a feeling, I got a vibe that a call is going to come through that is going to twist the second, the first half of the show. It's been great. Yeah. It's been great. It's been a great, it's been a great first half of the show. Powerful. Funny. Improvised. Second half could go either way. It could be great. Or it could be absolute pony. Could be limp. All right. I told you not to mention that. You can buy Viagra over the counter now. Can you get it over the counter? You do if you have Turns two of these. Turns the money you take, yeah. Hmm? Talking about, do you get it? Do you? Oh, you're a young man. I wouldn't have thought you needed it. Yes, mate! Destroyed him! Burn. Destroyed! I bought Viagra. The thing is, right, you can buy it, you can get it over the counter if you take enough. But you have to go in to Boots and go, um, it's like buying Johnny's in the 80s. Um, you go, you, I literally, when I bought it, I went and I took some shampoo, tea gel. Uh, my body's falling apart. I took tea gel, I took some Nurofen, and I then, and I, I waited until there were no, there was no one around. It's like buying jazz mags in the 90s. Uh, I'll have From these. Boots. I'll have these, please. And I can I buy I can buy Viagra here. Yes, you can. Yeah. I get some Viagra. How many do you want? Oh, shitloads. I don't know. What have you got? And then, but then she, then it was a man that served me. And then he picked it up and he goes, he did the. How much is the Viagra? <laughs> okay. And then you have to answer questions. Why do you want it? So I, you'd be nice for personal, you know. When was the last time you got an erection? Wow! He's asking you all that. I was worried he was going to get he was going to get me to get it out and show me some porn mags and say you don't need it. He should buy you a drink first. Should buy me a drink. Um, I got it because I'm getting older. You know, it's, it's, everything's kind of all right, but just now and then you just think a little helping hand, little helping hand would be nice, or a big helping a hand would be nice. Just think every now and then. But you know, I'm getting older and stuff. Um. It not give you a headache, and it it here's the thing: your penis and your nose. I'm even saying all this on the radio. Your penis and your nose are made of the same material. It's the same thing, right? So what Viagra does is make your nose it, stand on end. Excuse me. Excuse me. There's a reason why. Excuse, excuse me. There. Play your cowbell for a second. 
I want some sensitive music while I tell this story. Your penis and your na- na- nose are, um, actually I think that demeans erectile dysfunction. They're made of the same, <laughs> it's made of the same thing. So when you get boner, your, your nose closes as well because blood is going to you and you get a bright red nose, like uh, Ronald McDonald says a lot, was always suspicious of him, and um, your nose closes up. Because it's swollen up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh. Um, bit like Pinocchio. Anyway, that's by the by, that's by the by. Let us go to Katia! New deal or no deal, but no delay. Hashtag get Brexit done. Hashtag leave oct three one. Hello? Wow, that was a beautiful performance piece there from someone who should have left this country three years ago and is still clinging on like a limpet. A limpet that British, nay, English fishermen will be scraping off the hulls of their boats as they go out to fish cod that have been stolen by the filthy Spaniards when we leave on October 3 one 31st. Scrubbing British potatoes. I, I was falling asleep there. I was asleep when I heard you shouting on the radio rude things about uh, stuff. So I don't really have a message for your listeners or something. Did you hear him doing an impersonation of your rather cruel one? <laughs> kind of, yes. yes. So... What uh, is the point of this call, please? Uh, well, well, you should be apologising. Show me your papers, you, please. You should be apologising. Show me to your me, papers. Ian. Show me you. your papier. Ah, my papier, bitte. Yeah, I have that. Let us see your papers. I'm afraid you're going to be kicked out by personally by Boris Johnson. He'll be kicking your head, uh, or, but, or he will be dead in a ditch. That's not a threat. That's what he said. He'd really, if he doesn't get Brexit done, he wants to die in a ditch. Unlucky, oh. mate. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. He knows that Brexit can't go through, right? He knows it. He knows. We now know that he is going to, that when this deal gets rejected, which it always was going to, he is going to apply to have longer. We know that because the Scottish courts have seen the papers, right, saying he's going to do that. But here's the thing. To all the thick people, the Tommy Robinson fans, the James Wales of this world, uh, the, sorry, the listeners, excuse me, the listeners of the James Wales show of this world, Boris will look like a hero because he took it to the wire. He tried. Then you get a general election. Everybody votes for him. He wins. That. Well, I've just predicted the future. Don't vote, don't vote Boris Johnson, people. Don't be silly. But hang on, you, you're telling the wrong people. My well, listeners are sensible. Yeah, well, it's all the other listeners to talk radio. Yeah, exactly. The other ones I, I wake up to in the morning. You wake two of them up in the morning. You're no, sleeping no, no. with two listeners from talk radio. <laughs> let me guess, let me guess. <laughs> I'm going to say Alistair and Chris from uh, Port Talbot. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> I fall asleep to you sometimes oh. and, and wake up to, to, to Julia. It's a very big shock in the morning. I big shock in the morning. Very big shock. The biggest yeah. shock in the morning. Oh, so, yes, so, so them, them listeners. From if you had to, Katia. Yes. If you had to, could you inject yourself? Uh, I, 
If I had to. Yeah. Have you ever well, had to? I would, I would. If I really had to, like if I was under duress. Or Have something. you ever had to? Uh, not yet, no. How? Not yet. How come when I go to the doctors, they inject me in the vein in the arm? Mm. In the, but some injections they do in the bum. Just like they just jab it in the bum. Huh. What is the difference? I haven't had one in the bum for ages. Me neither. <laughs> 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 Hit the cowbell, Sam! Hit the cowbell! But, um... Isn't that you, usually for, you know, I don't know. Dirty gets. No, That's bum. for the second date. That's not for grown-ups, is it? Bum. Do you have a sexy bum, Ian? Because so, that's probably why they want to... Say that again. Say that again. Say that again. Do you, do you have a sexy bum? <laughs> <laughs> because... I have a very maybe, sexy bum. Maybe that's why they want to inject you. Yeah, it could be. It could but be. Does it, but surely if you, if you get a needle and you put yeah. it anywhere in the body, yeah. it will enter your bloodstream. Whether it's a vein, a bum, anything, it will enter your body, wouldn't it? But your fleshy parts are less painful, aren't they? So that's yeah. why I think sometimes if you've got someone who's... I'm not oh. casting aspersions, Ian, yep. but someone who's a little bit of a wuss... They might do. They might do your bum. I had an invitation from a tattoo artist mm -hmm. to go and get my nip pierced. Why? Sorry. Exactly. Why? Because I mean. it would drive it would drive the um, magnet fans wild. Just, <coughs> as you were doing a rabbit hole, and you see people with magnets trying to get it to flap up. Um, he invited me to do a thing, but here's the thing. He said we're not allowed since 2000. He said tattooists are not allowed to numb you anymore. What? So, it's not a lie. It's a lie. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> yeah. no, but chemically, they're not allowed to. I think they can, like, like, like with a spray. The spray, they That's can. They can't. Well, you, Katia, are you going to be? Uh, are you going to contribute anything useful to this conversation well, about tattoos and piercings? Is it because I was I was asleep? You woke me up. I'm just saying stuff. I, I, didn't, <laughs> I, I was asleep. You woke me up. I'm just saying stuff. Uh, yeah, wow. That's how it works, is it? I tell you what, Katia. I tell you yeah. what. Okay. Do me a favour. Say hello to my good friend Rory. Hello, Rory. Hello, Katya. How are you doing? Oh, I'm fine and dandy. And you? I'm good, yeah. I've got sore liver and sore lungs, but otherwise fine and dandy. You you have what so long? I have sore lungs and sore liver. Sore lungs. Sore lungs? Lungs, yes. Breathing difficulties. <gasps> oh, my God. Why? Yeah, I think it's from vaping. A vaping? You're a cocaine mm. addict. Vape? Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, so, well, you should uh, maybe go back to cigarettes. I don't think so. No. Oh, really? Why do you smoke? I don't uh, know. Do you vape? No. Okay, so would you recommend cigarettes? Well, even because you're going backwards, surely maybe it's better because it seems like everyone's doing that, going backwards. So really, uh, the people you know, people that are going from vaping to cigarettes. Well, I imagine if it doesn't, you know, the vaping is hurting your lungs. Surely, she, cigarettes it must be the right way to go. I guess. I guess. Yeah, um, that's just the nature of addiction, I suppose. Mm. Mm. 
Yeah. I'm sorry about your lungs. I'm sorry I can't be of any help. No, that was good. That was good advice. I'm going to go and buy some fags. You're going to, uh, yes. Get back addicted to uh, the uh, fags. Yes. Back on the fags. Back on the fags. You have a sexy bum. Oh, thank you very much. In your boot? It's better clothed than unclothed. You have a sexy bum. In your boot? There was a bum on Gogglebox tonight. Um, just as I eat my dinner, it sort of put me off my dinner. What have you watched on the Gogglebox? Gogglebox. 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 The man and the woman from Wales, they're my favourite. A man was eating a whale. What? People who can't understand each other. The man and the woman. From yes. Wales, the country oh, Wales. Okay, yes, I understand. The Welsh people. The yeah. Welsh people. Um, Where are you from, Patia? I'm from uh, 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 what? I'm from Belgium, but it doesn't matter really. Don't care about Belgium, you know. Oh, I was in Belgium in 1995 in Leuven. In Leuven is uh, not far from uh, where I uh, used to live, so it's a bit of a dump, really. Oh, I thought it was quite nice. I stayed in Irish college, mm-hmm. and I, I I went off for the day to Brussels on my own. You did um, what? I went off for the day to Brussels on my own. Oh, to, to Brussels? I, I, I thought you said to a Brussels. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry you're tired. I was, I was sleeping. That's not so me. Not... That's yeah. I was... I'm... I wasn't, you know, I wasn't meant to go off the show. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, uh, bless you and uh, good, good cigarette uh, thing, yeah, smoking. Yeah. Yes. Bye. Bye bye. Bye, Rory. Bye, Rory. Take care. Okay, bye-bye, Katya, bye. Okay, bye. Was that, was that good? Was it good? I'm not sure. I don't think it was. Was it good? Good in a way, yeah. It was good because it was nice to talk to her. I was surprised. I'm How's it going, anyway? Wonderful. Are you vaping as well? Am I what? A victim? <laughs> of course I'm a victim. We're all victims, are we? Victims? What have you what are you a victim of? Uh, life. Life? Yeah. I think, I think I'm a victim of understanding people my accent. Of course I understand your accent. James, what's your language, for goodness sakes? Hey, James, what's your language? I didn't swear. What are you talking about, Willis? I think you, I think you swore. Yeah, I heard it. Did you hear a swear, Rory? No, I didn't know what I was changing from um, form to ear, ear to form. Ah, uh, well, that might be. Well, that was fun, Rory. Thanks for your call. 
Thank you. This is Talk Radio. Whispering lunar incantations for cross parents. Um. Cross dressers. Yeah. Did you know this about me? And cross rail workers. Steel and polycarbonate. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've, I've got a very poor internet connection. On Talk Radio. Switchboard's empty. Give us a call. 03444991000. Uh, it's the telephone number. Quarter to 12. Nearly the weekend. Nearly the freaking weekend. I'm going magnet fishing tomorrow. You coming? You're going to bring the kids? Yes, Robert. Bring the kids. Bring the kids. We, I'll take my boys. Bring your girls. Going to go magnet fishing. Um, I'm secretly hoping for a gun, even though I'm telling the boys I hope we don't get a gun, but gun will be wicked. Mm. Um, it will be wicked. It will be wicked. I quite fancy like an army jeep or something. I don't think we get a jeep. I don't think anything as big as that. But, um, uh, we're gonna do it. We just, so we just, what do you do, right? You just drop the magnet, it's on a rope. So you just drop it in to the, to the bottom, I guess, and then just like waggle it about. Do you waggle it about or do you just drop it in and pull it and then move across a bit? I imagine, yeah, the, the latter. You wait for it to go clunk. Should be a laugh. Should be a right old laugh. Oh dear. Tired. I'm feeling very weird at the moment. Feeling very weird. I've booked a week off in a couple of weeks just because my head is, I'm having a little blip in terms of like mental health stuff. I'm just having a blip and it's been a blip for maybe a couple of weeks and I can't quite get out of the blip. I think it's partly the weather. I think it's partly seasonal. Do those light boxes work f- for seasonal affective disorder, or is it like homeop- homeopathy, where some people go, yeah, yeah, of course it works, and no. others go, well, well, no, it's rubbish. Do they work? I've never used one. I've been tempted in the past because when it gets this time of year, it can get a little bit miserable, can't it? What you do is you just put your head in a bu- box of light. See, here's right. the thing: the only person I know that used one was a knobhead. So was it? Yeah. All right, okay, he's a bellend, yeah. Okay. But that doesn't mean, I don't think the box made him that. No, uh, okay, all right, okay, you're saying he was a knobhead before... I suspect he was, yeah. The box, okay. If anyone's ever used a light box, because I think it is seasonal, this light, when the light changes sort of mid-September through November, it really makes me very, very uncomfortable. It makes me, the best way I, I can describe it is... It makes me reminiscent for something that I can't quite put my finger on. I don't know if it is literally anything, but it just makes me reminiscent, nostalgic. It makes me, it kind of takes me back in time to I do not know what, and and I just start feeling very sad. And, uh, well, more than sad, depressed. So it's partly that, it's partly because we get we're approaching christmas i don't really know what it is but so the last two or three weeks and i've mentioned it a couple of times on on here and on twitter and stuff i've just started um just started just started to go down and i can't quite shake it and so last night when i got home i was telling you about it last night when i got home you've got a week off mm-hmm. in october and so i just thought right i'm going to take that week off as well uh, they get Christo in, I don't, I don't care. So I'm going to take the week off. I'm probably not going to go away. I'm probably just going to sit at home and read and watch movies. I think that's what I need to do. Sit at home. We're going to see Cher anyway on the Monday. Yes. We're going to see Cher. But I think I'm just going to sit at home, read, watch films, play Grand Theft Auto. Relax. Relax, I Right. And here's the other thing with you. Oh. Don't feel like you've got to fill your time. I know that you sometimes feel sit. like you've wasted a day if you've not sit, produced meditate, anything. Be still. 
allow yourself to relax because otherwise you're going to be playing catch up forever. I'm water. I'm water. Yeah. I'm water. I, 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 I'm water. I, re- I um, react to the movement inside of me. Someone puts something in me, someone puts their fist in me or a, a stick in me or no, I, so mean, something enters me, no. I react to it. Why would that happen? Like water, like water. The, I'm water. Not actually, not literally Oh, in right, me. okay, yeah, I was thinking that's a weird uh, week. But if, if a man, you know, just jumps in, in me or a man, like, tosses another man off into me, I react like water. Um, but so I've been struggling a little bit with, with that. And here's the thing that I need to share. And I've shared it a couple of times on the Twitch. By the way, Sunday night, I've got the boys this weekend, so no Twitch this weekend. Sunday night, I'm either going to go and see the Joker or I'm going to be streaming Grand Theft Auto. GTAV. Guitar, as I'm calling it. So I'm either going to go and see the Joker or stream some guitar. But here's the thing, right? The hour before the show, and I love this job. I love this job. Finding it really exhausting at the moment because we come in, and um, we very rarely have anything planned. Very rarely have anything planned. Uh, it's it's improvised. You know, it's it's a th- three hour, fifteen hours of improvised comedy, th- drama, theatre uh, that we do uh, every night, every week. And that's it. I know it's not a proper job, and you've got like proper jobs. We've got people that drive taxis and drive trucks and build walls and all that kind of stuff. Um, but but f- f- three hours of like focused. There's no off time. Focused mental psychic energies. It's very draining. So the hour before the show, I'm finding myself getting, and I don't quite know what the word is. It's not, it's not stage fright. It's not stage fright. It's not depressed. It's not stressed. There is a low level and it increases over the hour and it, it, it increases from week to week. But there is a low-level fear about doing the show, which is is is, is it's like the last month, six weeks. It's and it's not. I'm not sat there crying. Oh my god, I can't go in, or sitting there panicking. I've only told you about it recently because it's getting it's getting bigger and bigger, and so I want to share it to get it out. It's just this low-level fear or dread, more of a dread, more of a dread. Uh, low-level dread about coming in and doing the show and, and the fear thinking, what if I can't do it tonight? What if I can't do it tonight? And obviously, some shows are better than others, and I think we have a pretty high hit rate here. And I don't want to get disappeared too much up our own fundament. I think that we've, you know, we've managed to drag the show back from the, the, the kind of very hardcore depression, depression and, 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 and misery that we were doing maybe six, eight months ago, and it's a funny show again. But I just have this... This kind of dread. So I'm, I'm hoping that, but taking a week off, not listening to the radio, not reading any news stories, not, you know, d- d- doing a bit of streaming maybe, but only if I feel like it, that will kind of re-energise me a little bit, I think. Don't know. Don't know. This hour, th- the hour before the show, is it an anxiety thing? Maybe. I mean, what we normally do before the show is well, normally the last we, we've got a few stories written down and we kind of know what we might be talking about, um, and then we watch Naked Attraction or tonight we were watching Tim and Eric or we were, you know we watch, we watch something so it's it's all right, but it's just been getting harder and harder that hour to kind of stay focused and I'm starting to get a little bit fidgety. 
I've also got a cold coming, so I, th- I can feel I've got a sore throat. So I'm run down. I've got a cold coming. I've been getting like a headache and stuff. Um, so there's there's a physical element to it as well, but it's just something. It's just something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm putting it out there just so you know, dear listener. Maybe some of you uh, can identify with some of that stuff, or maybe none of you can. I'm sure some of you can. I'm sure some of you will. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Let's go to Debbie. Good evening, Debbie. Hello. Hello, Debbie. What have you got for us tonight? Right. Okay. I I come home from work tonight. Yes. Um. There's a guy. Um. He lives around the corner from me, and he's always falling over. Oh um, dear. Seventy-two years old. Yep. Um, he's got a little walking stick, um, you know, he's probably got other issues, I don't know, but basically tonight, for probably about the sixth time tonight, I've gone out and helped him get up. Yep. Me and somebody, another neighbour, we've got him up. Then I said, do you want me to walk you home? And he said, no, 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 I'll be fine. So I watched him out the window. Fell over again. And he fell back straight on his head. Ah, poor old, poor bloke. Okay. Poor bloke, go on. So poor anyway, well. <clears throat> I phoned the ambulance straight away, 999, because I, I didn't want him to move because, you know, he really did smash his head. Yeah. There was no blood, but he smashed his head. So two hours later, <sighs> still no ambulance. It's Pima Rain, right? So we've got an umbrella over him, a big, large umbrella. We've got blankets around him, everything. And they said, don't move him, don't let him drink, don't let him do anything. Two hours later, still no ambulance. Right? So then um, a neighbour was going by, and I said, can you phone the ambulance again, please? Because my, you know, the reception on my mobile is not very good, because we live out in Cotford, St. Luke. Okay. <clears throat> so he phoned for an amb- uh, he, he phoned again and said, what's going on? And they said... If he's not deteriorating, um, let him go, you know. <laughs> forget it. <laughs> if he's not got ill from falling over and lying on a damp pavement for two hours, then send yeah. him on his way. Yeah. So, um, so then, um, in the end, this poor guy, he even actually weed himself. Yeah. Oh, no. It was degrading. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, what is, what is going on here? Two hours... A 72-year-old man. Yeah, that's terrible. That's terrible. And um, then I get this message on my mobile phone saying, um, okay, we'll be with you as soon as we can. But then this neighbour had said, they had phoned him and said that they're not coming. And it's like, you know, you've got this contrast of... <clears throat> so we, so basically, he got up, because I said, I'm sorry, I can't help you get up. I can't help you. They've told me not to move you. So he's got up on his own. Well, two men did help him, actually. But I refused to help him. I said, no, you need to lie there. Mm. And they've put him in his flat. And now I'm worried sick that he's not okay. Um, yeah, you must be worried sick. Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, mm, it's too late to go around there now. Isn't it? Is it? Is it? Is it, though? It's nearly midnight. It's nearly midnight. I suppose it is, isn't it? Because if he has settled down in bed and he's, you know, but then supposing he has got concussion or something. Exactly. And the trouble is, he's not, I I must admit, I've helped him get up before. Yeah. Honestly, about half a dozen times. Uh, I I was here. But 
it's it's the social services that are letting him down. Yeah, it is. It's it's um it is my mum when she was still living at home used to fall over a lot more than I knew about. Uh, and we had with the guy a guy opposite her was like the sort of point of contact. She had one of those alarms. If she fell over, she could press it, and then the, the people on the end of the alarm would phone this guy up. I don't up. think he's got any of that. Well, that's what he needs. <laughs> that's that's what he uh, uh, he needs. But he would have to say that, and it sounds to me like he's the sort of person who doesn't want he a lot would, of fuss. He wouldn't have to say that. He wouldn't have to oh, say really? that. Here's, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing with the situation changed for my mum when my, I was told I had to put mum in a care home was when the ambulance service refused to go around there anymore because they'd been round there. There was one week they went round five times in a week, and they said we can't go round there anymore just to pick her but up he off got, the floor. He got really funny as well because you know he said I really need to go toilet. I need to go toilet. I need to get up. And we said no, my lovely, you got to lie here because you know you've really banged your head um was there blood was there any up. blood i mean that doesn't always mean no it. there was no blood no. but it doesn't matter it, it, if there's no, no blood it doesn't it doesn't um uh, after it doesn't um, it sounds like you did exactly the right thing i'm i'm I, I someone else in that but, situation may have done it slightly differently but then he um then he ends up peeing in the garden of somebody else's neighbor no, i don't, know, I don't matter that doesn't but matter. It was degrading for him. Yeah, but we've all peed in someone's garden. I mean, well, I wouldn't worry too much well, about. No, not in public. You know, like. Yeah, in but in, in the in the great scheme of things, an old bloke having a slash in the garden is not. No, but he was lying down. Right. He had to. He was lying down, so we put a bloody blanket there for him. Right. The poor man. You know, it's not right. No, it isn't right. What is going on? Well, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if you can extrapolate that the whole system is collapsing. There's, but that's but it that, is. Well, no, well, no, it, well, no, I don't think it is. That situation sounds horrible and is is terrible. But I don't, I don't think you can extrapolate from that that the whole nine 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 blue light service is collapsing. Really? Cause I've, yeah, because okay. I've because uh, I've had nothing but um, excellent okay, service. Well, Eighteen months ago, I broke my hip. Okay? De Debbie, you can give us another example of it not working for you. But you can't, I, I, I genuinely, and I'm not, I don't want to have a go, but I don't think you can extrapolate from two instances that the whole ambulance service... It took five hours for them to which come is, to Which is, is terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. Five hours. Was your life at risk? Well, I had a heart attack a year and a half before that. Okay, but was your life at risk when you're, you're, you broke your hip? Well, they actually, when they turned up, the ambulance turned up, they said... Come on, stand up, stand up, and I'm going, I can't. I wasn't allowed to take any painkillers or nothing, so for five hours, I... You wouldn't do that to a dog. Okay. So you wouldn't I'm leave a dog in that pain, Okay, so I'm getting from... What I'm getting is that you have personal... I have personal, and beef. tonight, when I've seen that poor guy... Yeah, but you can't, right Debbie, you can't extrapolate from those two things that the whole ambulance service is falling apart. It is. It is, okay. they're stretched. They are stretched. They are stretched. I, they are super when they can turn up. Yeah, exactly. But, but they're stretched. They, and it's, they are stretched, yes. So what do we need to do about it? Because they are stretched and it must be frustration for them. Yeah, it must be. To not be able to be able to do anything. Okay. What do you, what would you like to do? What would I like to do? Because you know the question you've just asked me has no answer. I like, I want it to be back to how it was, maybe ten years ago. Okay.
Okay. And what's gone wrong? And why are we now suffering, you know, the way we are? We've all... But you go back, if you go back ten years ago... If you go back ten years ago, you'll still hear the same... You'll still hear people saying, well, I waited for three hours for an ambulance for my nan. You'll still hear those same stories. No, not like it is now. Yeah, no, no, Debbie, you would. You would. No. Uh, no, no, you can disagree with me, but I'm, I'm right, you would. You've had two really bad experiences. I'm really, really sorry. I've had nothing but excellent experiences with... I've like, had excellent experiences in the past as well. Okay, Debbie. Many years ago. Okay, I've had excellent experiences in, within the last 12 months. So you, you cannot... You've had a very... You, listen... You've had a really so upsetting experience today, and you've, you've so handled where, it... where about in the country do you live? That's kind of irrelevant. Well, maybe it isn't. Okay. All right, Debbie. It, the, 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 one of the ambulance calls was not where I lived, so... I mean, so you it know, is. Devon is fantastic. Okay. But All right. No, Somerset, no. I've, I'm finding it really... And okay. tonight, that poor bloke lying there on the ground... Getting soaking wet. And I would have, if, if, if I'd been, if I, I don't want to be critical, but if I'd been with an old guy and it was pissing down with rain and after 45 minutes the ambulance hadn't come, I, I would have taken him home. No, because they told us not to move I would have, him. I would have taken him home. And that was a call no, that you made. Well, Debbie, laws, Debbie, sometimes we yeah. have to, there's not laws. There's no, there's not a law that says you, you, you have to do what the person on the 999 call says. There's not a law. But if, if we... There's not a law. Cause more damage to him. Yeah, but, well, th th that's the call you made. I'm not saying you're right or wrong. I'm just saying I would have played it differently. If it was chucking it down, after 45 minutes, I would have taken him home. Mm. I think you've had uh, a very stressful day. I don't think you can extrapolate that the entire ambulance service is collapsing. Of course, it could do with more people, could do with more money, could do with more vehicles, it could do with more paramedics. What the work they are stretched and they are pushed. Um, and I'm I'm really sorry that you went through that today, and I really hope that that old man's all right, and I hope that you're okay as well. I'm fine, but I just hope he's okay. So do because, I. So you do know, I. he's gone. You know. Okay. He's so, gone into his house, but, you know, at the end of the day... Well, give him he, a knock, give him a knock tomorrow, give him a knock tomorrow morning, at a decent time, and see if he's all right. That sounds really patronising. Well, I'm sorry you interpreted like that, because it, it, it's not meant to be patronising. But they said they would be there, and they weren't okay. there. And they, and they weren't, okay. Okay, well, you can do launch an official complaint about that if you'd like. Uh, all you can do now is you can either go around there now, and it's four minutes past midnight and we're late for the news, or you can go around there in the morning and see that he's all right. No. Okay, or don't. It's up to you. But well done for what you did. You are... I, I find you quite cold, actually. Okay, Debbie. Well, I thanks. don't think... Thanks very I much. I don't think you really understand, do you? Okay, Debbie. I, 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 thanks very much for your call. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAV. Take a far out trip into the twilight zone of late night radio with Ian. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. I'm going to read out a WhatsApp message I've had from someone. I'm not going to name them. Right. 
great documentary about Joan Armour trading on the BBC iPlayer. Love a bit of Joan Armour trading. I don't know that much. Drop the Pilot is a great song. The only album I really know is, is the one that's called Joan Armour trading. It's got like a sort of orangey cover. It's great. I am not in love. Do you know but that I'm song? Open to persuasion. Oh, Water yeah, into White. It's a great album. Great album. Really good documentary. This is a, this is a casually racist message I've had. Oh no, really? It turned this is the, it turns out that my husband so he it, this husband watched I was told by this person that the, that her husband had watched the Joan Armour trading documentary and this person didn't find it very interesting but her husband really enjoyed it. Right. It turns out that my husband thought Joan Armour trading and Tracy Chapman were the same person. He's trying to walk it back, but it's not looking good. Oh dear. I will not say the name of that person, but Joan Armour Trading and Tracy Chapman were the same. Per- what? There's only one black female singer songwriter. Unbelievable. That, that is the world we're living in. That's why I voted Brexit. Gosh. That is why I voted Brexit. Imagine finding out. I don't know how long into a marriage, but I'm suggesting that... I think it's about 15 years. Right. Imagine yeah. finding that out. Yeah, yeah. Go That's on. really interesting call, that. I suspect that um, the, 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 the woman, I've forgotten her name. Debbie. Debbie. Was, wasn't being patronising at all in my suggestion, go and check on the guy tomorrow. Wasn't being patronising no. at all. I sus- suspect that it's a stressful thing, helping someone in that situation, being out in the rain for two hours. It's a very stressful thing, so there, there could be something there. Um, I suspect that they, she maybe, maybe she wanted me to go off in a kind of t- bit of a tub-thumping type scenario i mean there are so many reasons why that guy could have been left there maybe he was a regular caller maybe he was he was known friday night a couple of people pointed out on on twitter friday night prime time for the ambulance service when all the emergency services are pushed to uh, uh, uh the limit um well, they have to make decisions like going to see him or a choking baby or someone who's been involved in a terrible car accident and unfortunately yeah. the priorities have to be pretty cold don't they um but uh, but debbie i, 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 I please don't i, I wasn't patronizing and, I, and um and certainly wasn't my case whoever has put this up online could you take this down immediately please i've not had one in the bone for ages i've not had one in the bone for someone ages. has put this online i've not had one in on the bone a loop. for ages on Twitter. I've not one in the um, I've just ages. retweeted it so you can I've see it. I've not one in the bone for Whoever ages. has done I've that. I've not one in the bone for ages. I'm cool with it. I've not one in the bone for ages. Oh, like a little advert. I've not one, like one in the bone for ages. That they just put out. I've not one in the bone for ages. Okay, well, at flipping I've cap, if you can help with that situation. I don't, I've not had one in the bone for ages. I've not needed one. I've not one in the bone for ages. I'm going to have that as my ringtone. I've not one in the bone for ages. I've not one in ring, ring so there's, a, there's a pun there, and I didn't realise it. I mean, not a great pun. It's oh, like, ring like bumhole. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who gave him sound effects? <laughs> oh, you're talking about um, the tradesmen's. Gosh, I didn't realise it could be misconstrued quite that much. I've not one in the bone for ages. Uh, Des, when did you know? Des, what can we do for you tonight, sir? Hello, sir. Um, I, I just wanted to say I think you're the cultural antony of these times. And I don't know what that means, but thank I, you. I, I think. That's, 
It's good. It's, it's good. a good one, is it? Okay, thank you. Then I'll take one. it. If it's good, I will take it. <laughs> you, you mentioned about uh, you were feeling the sort of feelings in the stomach, uh, sort of worry before um, a show. Yeah, the hour before the show, I'm starting to dread it. I've, I work in the care profession myself. Okay. I understand what that lady, I think Debbie was in there, she's frustrated. Yeah. A lot of service, uh, a lot of services now are, um, they're, they're rationed, they're, they're rationed, aren't they, effectively, like the, um, uh, ambulances, you know, NHS. I used to work for the NHS anyway, so I know a bit more, but I'm not going to talk about all that anyway. But, okay. Uh, 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 you know, the, it's, it's frustration that builds up. And as you said, there may be reasons that that guy may have, he may be a regular caller. He may have abused the... I mean, you do get people who yeah. have issues and get violent. Yeah. I mean, you know, um, when, when, when people have help. And sometimes so they're, they're flagged up sometimes, you know, if they're... Uh, of course. My like, mum was. My mum, not for being abusive, but, but towards the end of when she was living in her own house, she was flagged up as not being a priority because they would call... She would press her alarm button and the alarm people did what they had to do or the carers that went round, they weren't allowed to pick her up, would call the ambulance. And the, the, the ambulance service is not to go around and pick up old ladies with MS and put them back in their chairs and that's what they were doing. Yeah. And you're right, they prioritise. They have to. We just yeah. don't know enough about that situation, do we, really? No, 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 no. But well um, done, um, Debbie, for helping, and that we should all have neighbours like that that would, would get involved. Yes, definitely, definitely. But I, I would also say that I think the NHS needs more support, and instead of spending money on wars and to be word and all this rubbish, you know, maybe they should be thinking about other things. Mate, but I'm not going <laughs> to... Well, no, but I mean, I could, how can you, you know, Brexit... HS2, all this stuff, and you think, come on, man, who cares? It's a, oh, it's all about creating jobs. Really? Let's put, let's, let's, how about keeping people alive? I know it's a slightly sixth form politics naivety, but it's hard to um, argue in favour of something like HS2. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but. Back to you, back to you. You yes, need Des. to get some rest, brother. Thank you need you. to get some rest. Enjoy your week. I'm going to try and see this Joker film as well, you know. And, yeah. Um, and, um, you know. I've uh, heard it's quite good. I've heard it's very violent. Oh, very well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that noise means. My brain does not compute it. <laughs> How are you, Des? You sound like a wise soul. Um, I'm, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm, I'm, I'm getting by, do my job, I work, I, 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 you know, I, I, I try and do my job and help people, and that's, and, uh, that's what you can ask for, isn't looking it? for love, you know what I mean, and, yeah. like, no, I'm not pointing to you looking for love, or no. not you personally, but, you know, although I, I know you found love in different ways, you know. In different ways, yes, sometimes in inappropriate ways, but yes, no, I'm very happy at the moment, and I'm, I'm having a great time. And uh, I hope you find the same, Des. I hope um, you find the person that is out there for you. Thank you, thank you. And any, uh, keep your psychic, keep your psychic aura free. Don't let all these negativities it's Catherine. Around you. Catherine, it's Catherine is the negativity oh, around me, brother. Oh, no, she's lovely. She's lovely. <laughs> she is thank lovely. Thank you, Des. Hey, Des, nice to talk to you, mate. Oh, Des, are you in Hull? I am, yes. Have you been, to, have you been to Wings? Wings, wings. 
<laughs> why, why do you mention that? Because me and Kath went to Hull about five years ago, and we yeah. went to Wings, and Wings. It, we still talk about it. We talk about possibly going back to Hull just, just to go wing. and eat in wings. Because, Describe it, Catherine, right. for those who don't know it. You don't get... You have to pay before you see the food, yes, right? Ma'am. So yes. it's like yeah. queuing up for Alton Towers or something, right? You're upstairs behind a rope and you have to pay. Yeah, that was weird. So we, were, we pay now. <laughs> We've not seen the menu. No, 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 you pay now. And then you go downstairs and it's like a cruise ship <laughs> buffet. Like, you've got foods from around the world. And it's the only restaurant I've ever been to that's had security for the, like, spare ribs and the... You can also, there's like, there's like 200 different stations of food, right? Yeah. But there's also, you can buy one of those Cokes where you can go and refill it as much as you want. And we're in the queue for that. And a couple behind us heard us say, well, I'll tell you what, Kath, I'll get this and then you can do, do it. And they tapped us on the shoulder and went, no, 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 you can't. You see those security guards? Well, last time we were here, we did that. They saw us and we got chucked, chucked out, out for sharing the <laughs> refillable. So do you, have you been there, Des? I, 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 I haven't been there personally, but I've heard of it. It's, <laughs> it's multiculturalism, eh, up, lad? Oh, <laughs> mate. Multiculturalism. But you go all around the world in 25 minutes. It's, and the food's all right. It is. The it food's is. good. It is. But there's this air of tension that just adds to it. <laughs> it's like, do you remember when you were a kid and there was always that mean dinner lady? Yeah. Um, that's that was everyone kind that of works there. Strolling around and making sure everyone was eating as they should. It felt like that. It was a tantalizing atmosphere. Des, I tell you what, next time me and Kath come to Hull, if we do a show or something, and last time we were there, we were winning awards, um, then we will take you to Wings, our treat. Oh, thank you. I'll, I might take you up on that. I might take you nice up. one, mate. But thank we will not be sharing the never-ending cola. <laughs> <laughs> nice to talk to you, Des. Thanks very much for your call. Thank you. All Cheers, mate. Bye-bye. Nice. nice guy. Mm-hmm. I like that. What a nice guy. Wings was amazing, honestly. And the, f- the, f- the food was good. Yeah. It was really good food. And you'd have a bit of curry next to a bit of Chinese, next to some, like, um, mushy peas, next to and a then, bit of spaghetti, all on the same plate. The pudding section. Oh, my God! Every cake you could ever dream of. And you, there were Haribo's you could sprinkle on top. There was ice cream and you could put stuff on top. <laughs> oh, man, alive. It was only, but it's that thing you, we, we were wandering around looking for something to eat. And I think we fancied a Chinese. I think that's what we Googled on our phone. Yeah. And I said, oh, wings, that sounds Chinese. We went to one place and it was full. I said, that sounds Chinese. So we went to it and we walked in and I went, well, this is weird. And we said, we have the table for two, please. All right, that'll be, and you, you, you got, we got to pay now. Y- yeah. How, sorry, how does this work? You pay now, then you can eat as much as you want. And me and Kath are like, this is weird, but this could also be the best adventure mm. we've ever had in our lives. It was great. It was man. like a fever dream. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> oh, look, Krista says, I've just moved to Hull. Rabbit hole at Wings. I don't think we could, I don't think we could do it in Wings because we'd be too busy stuffing our face. But Krista, you have to go. And if you can call us from there, then please dig up. We should get sponsored by that place, man. James Wells getting sponsored by like all these fancy stuff. Let's get sponsored by Wings. Uh, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Last 40 minutes of the week for us. I think, uh, Kellner's back tonight. Um, uh, this is the Late Night Alternative. Ian, Catherine, Sam on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I've had a few stories open on my computer for weeks. Should we go through a couple of them? Yeah, go on. Um, I don't know if they're any good. Um, okay, this is uh, from the gosh, this is from the twenty eighth of August. I've had this open. 
simple way to get 35 days off work next year using just 15 days annual leave. Do you know about this? Is this like working your way around the bank holidays and stuff? If 2019 has left you feeling drained from all the political drama and like, if, and like you need to get away for a bumper holiday, then we might have the perfect solution for you. That's because it turns out there's an easy way for you to add 10 days onto your annual leave entitlement. In the UK, we are given an average of 25 days off work each year, not including weekends and bank holidays. But in 2020, you could enjoy 35 days off without going over your original annual leave. According to the Evening Standard, even though this is in the mirror, all you have to do is be very selective about the days you choose to book off. Here's a look at which ones you should go for. Around the Easter weekend, you should aim to book off April the 14th, 15th, 16th and 17th. Let me have a look. I've got a diary for 2020. I ordered mine today. We're booking a little tour for next mm-hmm. year. We've got our first, our first date, June, Sunday, June the 14th, we're playing Brighton. Going to be doing one a month. Glasgow. Brighton. Bath. London. Luton. Cardiff. Birmingham, Manchester. We are coming to all of you. Dates will be announced very... Let me just go through again. That's right. Birmingham and Cardiff. We're coming to you at some point next year. Stay tuned, guys. Stay tuned. So it says take off April the 14th, 15th. Uh, so that's Tuesday through to the Friday. Easter falls on April the 12th. So if you take off the four days after the Easter Monday... You'll find yourself on a 10-day break. How does that work? Well, that's assuming you you don't have to work holiday, bank holidays. You find yourself on a 10-day break? Oh, because Good Friday. So Good Friday, okay, so Good Friday, you can get Good Friday through to um, Happy Monday, then you get the, the, those days off. Mm. Does, that, does anyone have a job where that, that happens anymore? Does anyone have a job? Here's a question for you, dear listener. Does anyone have a lunch break anymore or tea breaks? When I used to work at B-Jams, which then became Iceland, uh, and I started working there when I was 15, so that was 88, and I worked there for maybe about three years. Um, it was like, it was Friday nights and all day Saturday. Um, all the staff were very adamant about the lunch hour. And the two 15-minute tea breaks that you would get. I was very happy to work through the lunch hour and leave an hour early. That was... So I'll take your lunch break now and leave the lunch break as late as I could. If you left it until two, you start work at eight, then you leave it until two, then you've got two till three, and you finish at half five. So then you've only got two and a half hours left. Yeah. Also at that point, they would start getting busy and you go, actually, Mr. Campbell, can I... um, I'm happy to work through my lunch break if I can go an hour early. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. When I worked in a shop, they made us take our breaks. Really? And I'd be sitting upstairs in a really yeah. boring yeah. office, eating a crappy sandwich, yeah. thinking, I'd rather just crack on and go home. Yeah. Similarly, you can also pick up a nine-day holiday if you book off the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and Friday after any other bank holiday weekend in the year. So you were right. Uh. You were right. But the best time to maximise your holiday has to be at Christmas where you can get two weeks and three weekends off work if you play your cards right. Let's find out how. In order to book this time off, you'll need to use seven days of annual leave. Christmas next year falls on a Friday, and while Boxing Day is on the Saturday, it's officially going to be observed on the following Monday. 
wasn't really worth keeping that story. I normally only take a week off at Christmas. I think the last Christmas I took two weeks off. I feel bad taking time off. First of all, me and Kath, we don't work, we don't get paid. Yeah. We don't have paid holiday. So if we don't work, we don't get paid. So the, the, the shows when we weren't in because of Brexit, we didn't get paid. It was, it was cool. Uh, the, the, we, we're taking a day off in a couple of weeks to go and see, um, Mark Lewison, the Beatles expert, to talk about the Beatles. And then we've got the week after, after that. Won't get paid. That's all right. Um, but it then just means that a holiday is doubly expensive because you're, you're not earning and you're then paying for the holiday. Poor us. We do all right. Um, but, but Christmas, I don't really know what to do with Christmas this year, because I always think, well, I might as well work, really, apart from, you know, so Christmas is on a Friday, so Christmas Eve is on a Thursday, mm-hmm. door, door, don't know if we're doing a New Year's Eve show. No. We should have that combo. I, I would like to do it, if you'd like to do it. I don't mind doing it. I hate New Year. I hate it. Well, let me just text the boss. Are we doing New Year's Eve this year? I would be surprised if you said no. Because no one else wants to do it. We don't get paid double time or anything. Do you get, you get a little, uh, do you get a little? Occasionally, yeah. For New Year's? Yeah. Uh, I don't. But I just like doing it. Because I don't like New Year's Eve. I'd be in bed asleep. I'm not going to go to a party. So I might as well come in and get paid and, and, do a really ill-prepared show, then spend three hours trying to get home. Well, yes, there is that. Oh, yeah, there is that. <laughs> there but is that. we also do a show because not everyone likes New Year's. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Oh, that's, that's the reason. Yeah. That's the reason. Thank you, Catherine. Well done. No, but it's quite nice to have an alternative. Yeah, yeah. Uh, i tell you what, we'll do a little uh, break, then we're going to speak to Susan, then we could be speaking to you, dear listener. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative. Ian, Kath, and Sam. Weeknights from ten on Talk Radio. A star-crossed soapbox for sailor boys, oh. stable girls, oh, I'm on the end. and stripper grands. It depends who you with, and it depends on the situation. Late night speech radio with a difference. Thank you. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Richard tweeted, based solely on your discussion about wings, I shall be taking my wife for a romantic meal. Oh. Are you going to a different restaurant then, are you? <laughs> this is the type of recommendation the whole country needs. Mate, go, enjoy it. Romantic is not the word. Let us know. Call us or tweet us when you've been and let us know I mean, how it goes. You might be that sort of couple that gets off on the tension. <laughs> um, Jay... JJ Frog says, I've saved all my leave for this year and I'm currently enjoying seven weeks off in one hit. It's bliss. Well, I get, I get bored with time off. So, oh no, I'd, I want to be rich enough to not have to work again. I could, I could do it. No, I'd could have to do, do it. something. Sam, do you reckon you could do it? Yeah, house dad, dream job. Yeah, beautiful. You see, he's in. I could do it. Could do it. House dad, right, okay. He's a man who's never had maternity leave. <laughs> It's quite hard work. Just forget the kids. <laughs> yeah. Forget yeah. The kids. If you're doing it that way, it's an easy job. <laughs> say win the lottery. There we go. Let's get a groove going. Let's just jam. Making love in the afternoon with Cecilia up in my bedroom. Great, great jamming. I love it. I love jamming with you guys. Thanks. Let's go to Susan. Good evening, Susan. <laughs> ah, dear, you're as mad as a box of frogs tonight, you lot. 
What can we do for you? <laughs> I'd just like to say, when you said you had that funny feeling in your tummy, Ian, was it just this week or was, has it been going on for a few weeks? I did, I I did, say, I did say it had been going on for quite a while. Yeah, okay, no, missed that bit. Because um, if, if, I don't know what you define as quite a while, but these past couple of weeks we've had a lot of change in the atmosphere. We're on the tail end of another hurricane, but it could be the weather conditions. No, it's not the weather. It's more spiritual no? than that. Oh, well, you know, it's sent well, me a bit no, hard. I'm, just... I'm telling you, it's not the weather, it's more spiritual okay. than that. Well, you, you, so you know what's causing it, do you? I know, I know that the weather is definitely... Mm -hmm not causing it. Okay. So, do you know what is causing it? No, I don't. Right. So, um, I'm, I'm wondering, because I had, I've had a jippy tummy for two weeks and I've had, I've been really weird today. I've sent some strange text messages to my gentleman friend. I don't believe you have Barbados. a gentleman friend. He's from Barbados. He's lovely. I don't think you have a gentleman friend. I do. Okay. I don't believe that story. This is a different Why? story. This one's from Barbados. What? I don't believe it. I, why? What makes you disbelieve it when I'm telling you I have? The, what the, makes you disbelieve? I have a, why? I don't why believe don't your stories. Look, it, do you want a photograph of him? No. I'll send you one. I I'll don't want you, one. I'm, I remember you were going to send us a photograph of you and that never arrived, so I don't believe that, I don't I believe have, you have a camera. Excuse me, I have, I sent a photograph to somebody in the studio and they put it on Twitter. Uh, James has seen my photo. Ja here's the thing, James Wales show, Mike Graham show, yes. which I believe you were kicked off of today, uh, those shows no. are completely independent from us. Excuse me, I wasn't kicked, who told you I was kicked off the show? I haven't been kicked off the show from Ma Michael Graham, he didn't kick me off. What, what do, when, where'd you get this from? Okay, what would you like to say, Susan? Well, I wanted to say several things. I've said a few. There's one other thing. Debbie, I thought you... you I don't think you were patronising to Debbie. Uh, I well, I wasn't. Trying to what would you like home. to... What would you like... Let's not talk about other people that aren't here. It. Let's not talk I'm, about other people that aren't here. What would you yeah. like to say? What, what, what I'd fresh like to say contribution I, would you like I, to make? That I... I I would like to say that I sent some strange text messages to Leroy and he didn't Leroy. like it. I don't believe... I... Leroy, come on. Yes. I don't believe a word of what you're saying. He's... he's very nice and I... I... I just... but I just... he's absolutely sweet. I'm he's sure... Sweet I'm sure boy. in your mind he's very but sweet. I don't believe it. I... I, um, he's, he's very lovely. It, I, I freaked, because I told him about that man I was, um, involved with, that horrible man, and the way he treated me. And um, if Leroy tries to kiss me or cuddle me, I freak bad, out. Bad, bad, Leroy Brown. Baddest man in the whole damn town. Badder than old King Kong. You know that song? It's a great song. Meaner than a junkyard dog. Well, he's bad. A bad. A Leroy Brown. Baddest man in the whole damn town. He's madder than a junkyard dog. I don't believe you, I'm afraid, Susan. Excuse me, you haven't met that boy. No, I don't believe you, and Susan. he's lovely. He's I... a lovely man. I can tell you that now. He's Susan, lovely. Susan, what you're doing is you're just saying stuff. I, I don't believe any of your stories. Well, what, what, I, I'm telling you that, well, what, what, you, why don't you believe them? Give me a reason why you don't believe them. Because they just, because I, listen, I've been doing this job. Yeah. For 20 years. I met Leroy at the bus stop. I've when been I was doing this... waiting for my bus, I, I actually saw him in Tesco Express, and I went up I've to been... the bus stop. 
I've been doing this job. I said hello to him and he put his phone Sorry, you asked me a question. I thought you wanted an answer. I didn't realise it was a precursor to another monologue. Sorry. I've been doing this job for 20 years. Yeah. And my bullshine detector... (laughs) ...is excellent. (laughs) And that sounds like a fake laugh. No, what I'm going to do is, I'm going to take a picture. I don't, I, I really don't want to see a picture. With, with Leroy, and I'm going to Okay, you take a picture of you with, you take a picture of you with a black gentleman and, and, and congratulations. No, well it will make you realise that he is It won't, it won't, Susan, it won't. Listen, I wish you the best of luck, I just don't believe the stories you tell me. That's, and that's okay, that's my prerogative. How do you think I would take my photograph with a black man if it wasn't my boyfriend? Where would I obtain that photo from? If I, if I wasn't sitting... Do you realise just how ridiculous what you've just said is? How would <laughs> I take the picture of, of no, myself with a black man I... if he wasn't my boyfriend? Yeah. Who, who else would it be? Who, who else would I be sitting next well, to? They're, they're, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know I who, who, who you know. I, I can't just catch a black boy in the street and say, can I take a photo of you and will you pretend to be my boyfriend, can I? Okay. I don't need to. All right. All right, Susan. All right, Susan. Susan, I find you, you think you're being a little bit aggressive now. No, I'm not. So I'm going to say thanks for your call. Goodbye. No, I'm not. Well, the south side of Chicago. It's the baddest part of town And if you go down there You better just beware Of a man named Leroy Brown Now Leroy, more than trouble He stood about six feet four All the downtown ladies Call him treetop lover All the studs, they called him sir And he's bad, bad Leroy Brown Now Leroy, he a gambler And he liked his fancy clothes He liked to wave his diamond rings In front of everybody's nose He got a custom continental He got an Eldorado too He got a 32 gun in his pocket for fun He got a razor in his shoe Ago. Leroy's shooting dice And at the edge of the bar Sat a lady named Doris And hmm, she sure looked nice Well, he laid his eyes upon her And the trouble soon began And Leroy Brown, he learned the lesson About messing with the wife of a jealous man Yeah, he's bad, bad, Leroy Brown Baddest man in the whole damn town Better than old King Kong And meaner than a junkyard dog He's bad
the junkyard, dog. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Happy birthday, Harrison. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Yes, one of my favourite callers. Good evening, Jerry. Hi, Ian. Hi, Kat. Hey, Jerry. It's Jerry all doing? the way from California. Always good. Just to, because it's getting cold here, it's getting dark, it's getting damp. Always nice just to be touching the edge of California with our fingertips when you call in, Jerry. We just feel we're kind of connecting with somewhere warm and beautiful and sunny while we're in miserable cold Britain. Yes, and I'm going to rub it in. It's about oh. 75 over here. <laughs> oh, Jerry. You know you make me wanna puke. Get my hands up and puke. Um, how are you doing, Jerry? Is everything all right? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's just been a while, and um, and you know, of course, I'm nervous. But um, I wanted to. Um, I have my brother. Do you remember uh, before when I talked to you that um, I introduced your show to my brother? Yes, I can't remember his remember name. His name? I can't remember his name. I'm going to say okay. Steve. No. <laughs> Sven. Uh, Vince. 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 Remember Vince. Vinny? <laughs> Hang on a minute. Vinny. Steve is close to Vinny. No, he isn't. Steve Vince. Steve Vince. Steve Vince. Steve. That's not a name. Steven. Steve Vince. They are very, very similar names. It's not like Steve and Bert or, or, or Chuck and Watunga. Steve and Vince. Steve Vince. <laughs> Steven. 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 Wow. So, yeah, I do remember <laughs> Vince, actually, Jerry's. I call him Even Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, he would like to say he would like to say hi to you guys. Is that okay? Oh, uh, uh, let me just run it past the committee. Do we want to talk to this Stephen Stevens? He sounds like a I'm not guy. calling him Stevens. Okay, let's speak to let's speak to him. Let's speak to the legend. Okay, okay, here you go. Thank you, Jerry. Hello, Ian and Cap. Hey, man, how you doing, buddy? What, what's the what is this? What, you want to <laughs> want to go outside now? What you want? you want me a punch? You want a salt beef sandwich? Oh. What is this? You want a salt beef sandwich or a knuckle uh, sandwich? What do you want, brother? I'm sorry, he only does aggressive <laughs> versions of the American <laughs> Hey, Vince, how you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing good right now. It's uh, baseball playoff time over here in the States, so I'm really excited. I, I, I um, swing, bada, bada, swing, bada, bada, swing! Now you're being racist. <laughs> I, um, I took my boys to New York uh, last year, uh, uh, Vince, and one of the things I decided to do, someone said, oh, you've got to take them to a baseball game. And I'd never been, I didn't realise they last for three hours, and we went, my God, it was the most fun, it was the most fun I'd had, and I don't like sports, Vince, but we were sat there, and we were sat quite high up, I got quite cheap seats, it was boiling hot, and the boys loved it, it was the, um, it was the New York Mets we went and saw, and the boys loved it, and they got a certificate each, because it was their first ever baseball game, and we bought the hats, and the hot dogs, and everybody uh-huh. was, was amazed that there were three Brits there, and oh, it was incredible. We went to see the Augusta Green oh, Jackets oh. when I was uh, staying with my sister, she used to live over there, Yeah. and they let the kids run the bases wow. at the end. I've got these amazing pictures. Oh, wow. It's some experience, right? Who's your team, Vince? I won't have heard of them, but go on. Uh, I'm the uh, I'm a, a local California guy, so I, I go with the Angels. Okay, all right. California okay. Angels. They're, 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 they haven't been doing too well at They've all. They've been doing though. badly. Well, so you guys were exposed. When, when, when are the trade-offs? When, when's the trade-offs? you got to get rid of that picture. That guy's a jerk. <laughs> Just, just, just wants to hang up now and, <laughs> and berate his sister for listening to these idiots what? in the UK. So, so, 
So you guys are exposed to that? What, what's your guys' major sport over there? Football, soccer. Soccer is, is, is oh, it? Soccer, that's soccer right. and cricket. That's it, you know. Um, and I don't really, I don't, I'm not really into sport, although I just went and watched my seven year old play football today and it was a joy. I love that. I love that element of it, but I'm not a big sports kind of uh, fan, so I miss out on a lot of stuff. Do you live, whereabouts, how far away from Jerry do you live, Vince? Uh, about three minutes from her. <laughs> it, it's really good because we're a close family. Yeah. You know, and so, can, can I ask, yeah, I, I, I've out. never asked Jerry this, are, are your parents still with us? Yes, they are, and they're in there, my father just turned 79 October 1st, and wow. my mother's 77, and and unfortunately, you know, we have a Down Syndrome sister, and, and she's at home, and yeah. they're still, they're still caring for her, so wow. it's been rough, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, good for them. Yeah. Um, it must be tough. Uh, obviously, you uh, you must all love her very much and love your mum and dad. And it was your dad. Did you say your dad just turned 79 a few days ago? October 1st, yes. Well done. 79. Well done, man. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's something we should all live that long. My God. And what do you think, Vince? Because, um, your sister Jerry, we, I, I just said that she's one of my favourite callers. She genuinely, she doesn't call up very often, but um, every now and then we might get a little gift package from California. She phones up and checks in. What, what, what do you think about your sister phoning up this weird, let's be honest, very unprofessional, shambolic <laughs> phone-in show in the UK? I mean, what, th- that's that's a bit weird of her, isn't it? You know, she just. She just, she constantly talks about you guys. She wow. fell in love with you guys. And she said, man, I love listening to these guys. And, and they just know exactly, they, they, they touch on subjects that I'm, I can deal with, you know, or I know who yeah. I'm familiar with, you know. Well, we love, uh, so, we love your sister. She's always, uh, she's very generous. Every now and then we'll get a little Christmas card or a little birthday gift. And she's very, very generous. And genuinely, you know, we're in London and uh, yeah, London sounds glamorous. No, it's not. It's a dump. It's London <laughs> and it's cold and it's windy <laughs> and we want to be in California maybe one day we'll come and do the show from Jerry's house that would be so cool wouldn't it well, be cool well you know what Th- that is definitely possible and my older sister she even uh, mentioned to her she, she said wow you know if they come out here maybe we could uh, try to see if we could get them to stay in at one of the houses here. oh man hang on right now what we need uh, uh, Vinny do you know anybody who works for an airline that can get us cheap tickets you know what? No. I actually do. My what? Renee. So Renee. We'd have to. We'd have to speak on uh, later later things and let me talk to her and see what we can do. <laughs> this is actually going to happen. And by the way, guys, can I just say, if me and Catherine do go to California and get murdered, uh, to everybody who's hearing this tape being played in the court, it was Vinny what done it. <laughs> Hey, Vinny, so nice to talk to you, man. Thank you so much. Get, get, get us in touch with Renee. Let's see if we can sort something out. I say we did the show from New York, gosh, a couple of years ago now. We went out and did it in New York, and um, we would look into going to the States this year, and it, it didn't really happen, but um, uh, we'd love to. So maybe, maybe we can sort something out. I'd be totally, totally up for that, and it'd be really nice to meet you, and it'd be really nice to um, shake Jerry's hand as well at some point. Oh wow, that would be great. She would love that. I want to meet your I think parents you guys would as well. Have to bring an ambulance over here because you'd have to pick her up afterwards. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Vince, really nice to talk to you. And Jerry, thank you very much. We'll speak to you later on, guys. Thank you. Uh, all right, thank you. Thank Thanks you. So what a nice family. Such sweethearts. What a nice family. Um, let me just take this call. Hang on a second. Hey, line four, you're on the wireless. 
Hello. Who's this? It's Sam. Sam? Uh, Sam? It's Sam. For you, Sam. Yeah. Hey, Sam. You alright? Hello. Hey, how's it going? Hello. Good, Jim. Yeah, good, cheers. What's new? Nothing much, Jim. Yeah, about the same. Thank you, cool. Thank you, cool, Sam. Really appreciate it. Oh, I love those chats. Uh, really informative in what it's like to be a Sam in the 21st mm -hmm. century. Uh, Vince was great, wasn't he? I love it. I, I, listen, me and Kath are old, right? So if you're like 25, uh, yeah, so whatever, you had a call from uh, America, who cares? Me and Kath are old school, right? When you broadcast to a region, and if you got a call from 10 miles outside of that region, that was like, my God, what are you, what are you doing listening to this? This is just for London or, or wherever. So getting a call from the uh, from America, yeah. it still blows my mind that that's possible. But also the content of this show, right? Yeah, what yeah. Time yeah. is it there? <laughs> Rub what this is going to be blue as. <laughs> What's this rubbish we're broadcasting <laughs> as well? Oh, man, alive! Um, thank you for that. Yeah, let's look at. Um, Let's look at them going over there. By the way, Imani Coppola is coming on the show at some point. She has a brand new album. Let, let me plug it on Monday, earlier in the show. She's got a brand new album. Uh, it's digital download. It's called The Protagonist. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it from uh, Ipecac. I-P-E-C-A-C -E is the record label. The Protagonist is brilliant. It's like a proper... Um, the, the last album, uh, not Black and White, um, Hypocrites, was, I would, I would say, was challenging. That was challenging. Um, this album is just like a brilliant pop, soul, funk, disco, rock. It's, it's just like a proper brilliant album that you could put on. There's not even that many swears in it. What? Yeah, I she, know! Okay. I know! She said, tell me she's being adult. Um, she, but it, it's, it, it's brilliant and we're getting her on at some point to come and talk about that and I'll play some songs from that next week. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, it's funny. Ollie says, I can't stop chuckling at Leroy. Surely she could have tried harder than that. Leroy, he says. I mean, it is, it's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, three, uh, we've got loads of calls. Um, oh, someone sent me a rude... Um, a, a, a rude urinal. Let's go. All right, let's. We got loads of calls. Let's go to. Uh, we got Maria. We got Nick. We got Julie. Yeah. Let's go to Maria. Hello, Maria. Hello there. How are you? Very been well. Ages. It's been ages. I've spoken with you once more. Yes. Yes. Uh, just before I had an interpreting job. Oh no! Now, ah, yeah. I don't really remember. It's been ages. Hello. No, no, no. I do remember. <laughs> Am I right? In, Great memory. <laughs> no, let me make sure I get this right. Were you, and I'm, I, I can't remember if we use this word or not, were you the hoarder? Excuse me? <laughs> did you, did, was, was there, was there uh, not? I've heard that before, I've heard that before. Was, I don't mean that's been insult. There, there was an issue with, with keeping stuff in your house, wasn't uh, there? Yeah, there maybe people was, uh, was checking that uh, about me at the time. Yeah. And oh, you were going yeah. for a job as an interpreter. Did you get it? Uh, yeah, I did work a few a few times at that job, but you know it's agency work. Right. And, uh, okay. Sometimes you know yeah. you, you don't get it right, and then you don't get it right, and then it's up to them, however, to say who got it right. So, oh well. And also, would I be correct? I'm really struck. I very rarely do I remember calls, but I do remember you. Were um, there was an issue with your children yeah. being yeah, taken yeah. away? Yeah, 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 and that's why I actually called you guys now because. I really want, uh, yeah, I wouldn't have someone else to call at this moment to tell me 
something to stop thinking about people saying to me the absolutely horrible phrase, you will never get your baby back. Uh, who, may I ask who has been saying that? Um, in the past, uh, uh, in the past even, uh, even someone that shouldn't, but at the present, even people that are friendly, right. or... Or, I don't know, even family is not very supportive. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I, I'm freaking out because the time goes by, my yeah. appeal is not going through, I'm without a lawyer. And listening to such a phrase from anyone that, you know, could uh, converse with me and I could converse with them, it's horrible, actually. I'm going to say something that I, um, I'm going to say something really definite that I shouldn't say. And I'm going to fr- try and phrase it very carefully. You will get your kids back in your life at some point. Ah, at some point. At some point. I'm I'm being very careful, and it's very rarely that I I go for the definite statement. But I am saying definitely, if you keep on doing the right stuff, you will get your kids back in your life at some point. I think it's important that you hang on to that, otherwise, what's the point? Yeah, I'm hanging on, but, you know, I'm psychology. Where are you calling from? Are you on top of it? I'm above, yeah, the fucking fly zone, yeah, excellent. Okay. (laughs) The what? Beautiful stuff. It's so noisy. Yeah, man, yeah. You will get your kids back in your life at some point, I'm telling you that. To try and counter all the negative voices that you've had recently. Well, I wish point was yeah anyway it's better it's better than never it's better than never and i'm not gonna lie and say hey you're gonna get them back on tuesday because (laughs) you're not you're not gonna get them back on tuesday you will get them back in your life at some point and you need to hold on to that and you need to work towards that and you need to do everything you can to make that happen yeah, as I have been doing. Uh, but you know what really really stresses me out you know in psychology yeah uh between zero and three years old, the character of uh, the baby, the future adult is built on all levels. Yeah. You know, it's very important. Very, very important, but then so is, hey, Maria, so is four, so is five, so is nine, so is twelve, so is sixteen, so is twenty-seven, so is thirty-three. All of it is important. This is what I'm learning as a dad now of seven and nine. Every, every age is important. And whenever you get them back in your life, that will be important. I think our studio just collapsed then. Was that Martin Kellner throwing yeah. stuff in rage <laughs> on the floor? Outrageous. Maria, we have to go because we're getting um, okay. to the end of the show. I, I called at the, we are, the end of the show. We are getting to the end of the show. Maria, I'll say it again. You will have your children back in your life at some point. Child. Thank you for your call. Thank you. Thank you too. Thank you very much indeed. Um, that, was, that was the right thing to say, wasn't it? I think that was the right thing to say because otherwise what's the point? What's the point? You need to, when you're getting confronted with all that negativity, um, you have something to aim for. Otherwise, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Poor woman. Um, what, are you do- what are you doing? <laughs> Just dropped my laptop on my foot. Oh, dear. Is it okay? The laptop I'm talking yes, about. Yes, the laptop's the thing I'm worrying about. Uh, Martin uh, Kellner will be here at one. Martin. Yes. We have an issue. Oh, dear. Yeah. What do you mean, you and me? Yeah. Oh, blimey. We got beef, and I'm going to, I'm just going to come out and say it. Yeah. Catherine and I used to have a very regular caller to our show. Judy, remember Judy? She'd oh. come to our live shows. She would. <laughs> Can you not? Because it's no, still quite. Painful. I have to do this, Catherine. I'm going to do it on there. She would come to our live shows. She would phone us <laughs> up. She was ours. 
And then she stopped calling us, she disappeared, and then I heard you reading out texts and tweets from her. I've invited Julie on to the line here. <laughs> Julie? You're so awful. No, I'm not awful. You're the awful one. You're seeing two radio presenters at once. I think what we need to do is get you in one corner and you in the other, and you both call hey, her as soon as you come to. Yeah, Julie. <laughs> Julie, what's I going on? You. I've got a sausage here. <laughs> Old school BBC. Old school BBC. Would you stop ringing that bloody cowbell? Can we take that off him, please? Julie, yeah. you're through to uh, Ian Lee and Martin Kellner. Yeah. Hi, Julie. <laughs> my dream team. Which one do you want to speak to first? <laughs> Don't make me choose. Make We're making me. you choose. Who's it going to be? It'll be you, Ian, of course. Oh. It sounded, it sounded feeble. Um, yeah. It sounded feeble. She didn't mean that. I tell you what, Martin, why that, don't yeah. you tell Julie all the fun stuff and maybe some of the heavy stuff you've got coming up on your show tonight? Oh, what well, a fantastic show tonight, Jules. Um, <laughs> Jules! 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 Can you Jules. believe it? She wasn't Jules for us, Never was she? Jules, it's always Julie! Yeah. No, it's not, it's not just Jules, it's Jules with a double O and a Z at the end. Oh, what? Um, God, so go. things have changed. <laughs> Outrageous. Go on, 5840, go on. Okay, um, we're uh, celebrating 25 years of Mean Girls. Oh, with, yes. Um, yes, with a professor from Florida. We're also um, <laughs> celebrating... Uh, <laughs> professor from Florida. On yeah. Wednesdays, we wear pink. Mm. Don't know what you're talking about. You know about. more about it than me, don't you? But it is, it's an iconic... Don't worry, Jules will help you out with it. <laughs> You've got 20, se 20 seconds, Martin, please. 50th anniversary of Abbey Road. We've got our uh, Beatles expert on, Jude Sutherland Kessler. Um, also, we're talking about the Great Train Robbery. There's an exhibition at the... I didn't even know there was a postal museum. Oh, yeah. 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 Do you know? It's... It's fascinating, actually. Jules, say goodbye to Martin. Bye, Jules. Bye, Martin. Bye. Bye. Talk Radio. Bye. This is Talk Radio.